what you say, what you do. When I'm alone, I'd rather be with you. Hi everyone, this is Nikki and Agnes, and this is Second Puberty Podcast, where we talk about adulting, reality TV, and the movie of the month. Yeah. All right, so let's just dive right into it, because as standard, Agnes has notes, and I'm flying off the cuff. (laughs) So I'm going to let Agnes start with whatever show she wants to start with. And oh, our second puberty moment. <laughs> We're gonna start with our second puberty stuff. I kind of forgot my second puberty moment. That's okay. I got stuff. Go, go. I want you to um, go. It'll spark my memory. For starters, I think I I've already told you, but I have revealed this show. Yes. Two people in my life. Yes. So there are people that know me in real life. Okay. That have listened to the show. Yes, that about the show, which is a big step for me. I mean, you let the sisters know. That's big. The sisters basically think I'm like a sex freak, which I think they already thought. So we're okay there. <laughs> Perfect. It's official. I didn't know some of them had listened to it. Well, they like text back. and because I, I, I gave them the warning yeah. that I give most people. Of like, hey, episode one, there's we'll a lot. Rush. Yeah. Maybe go for episode two first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some old coworkers. That's one fun. current coworker. I did imply to them not to tell our parents. Yeah, good. Which, disturbingly enough, one said, like, oh, you don't know them as well as you think, which I, oof. If I go to see them in person, they're like, so, I want to talk about episode four. I'm going to be like, oh, Oh, my God. No. No. I feel like as long as you don't listen to episode one, the rest are okay. (laughs) Like, because we don't get too sexually explicit, I think. Yeah, yeah. We literally talk about masturbating in episode one. So, I think that's, like, it's... (laughs) Talk about a lot of penetration. Yeah, in lot, lots of penetration goes down. <laughs> We're gonna blame the movie, but that's awesome. Like that's an adventure. Um, I guess the other thing going on second puberty wise is I am officially falling apart. Oh, that's right. So I am just living my life. Okay. Eating a maple candy that I had never had before. Okay. And I wasn't even chewing because you don't chew with your front teeth true i think it got stuck Mm -hmm. but it felt different and then i'm like feeling around with my tongue and i look in the mirror and i chipped my goddamn tooth on the maple candy no it's not that visible it's right on the corner i can't even tell it doesn't fuck up my smile unless i even if i do that with my mouth smile i'm like ah yeah, 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 we're good. We're good. I, I smiled for a guy. She gave the the, the thumbs up. We're I love good. It. good. It's very auditory. <laughs> but and then of course I tell I'm telling Mr. Agnes like yes. as it occurs. I'm like, oh my god! And I'm like showing him. He's like, I don't see it. I don't see it. I point to it with my nail yeah. to this very tiny corner that's missing. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. And then my other fear was that it was going to get bigger because I right n- nothing's happened. I okay. haven't gotten it treated. It's been fine. Okay. I've started touching it less with my tongue, which nice. I think means my body's accepting so, it. do you think you need to get more enamel-focused toothpaste and mouthwash? <laughs> like, what Like what are the elderly doing <laughs> when this happens? I know there's dentament or dentist something. <laughs> I think that's glue. But what do we need to get you so this doesn't happen again? I think we should just go for straight veneers. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just bicep A, B, and so, C. So basically shave all your teeth down. And just go ahead and put caps on it. Spend like 50 fucking grand on my mouth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not that scared. If okay. I, if it was more extreme, I think there would have been like yeah. a come to Jesus moment. Yeah. But that's I, okay. I have a chipped tooth that happened as a child. Okay. And so I have like a veneer on top of it. Oh. And when I was like in college, 
like I was young. I was probably 20-something. The veneer came off because I had had it since I was like 10. Okay, yeah. So, like, it lasted 10 years. Yeah, so, yeah. I was like 22 or something. It came off, and I, my tooth was just in half. Ooh. And that was my, it's my biggest fear to this day that, like, Aww. this bad boy could just, because it's now another almost 10 years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it could pop off at any moment. And what, like, what's our plan of action? <laughs> like, that's my emergency. Do you keep, like, chiclets in your purse? No, I'm just like, <laughs> I just, like, luckily it's on the bottom. Okay. And so, like, I just, it hasn't happened, but I do, like, really pay attention to those caramels. Like, I try to stay away. You know, now I'm wondering what tooth it is. Like, it's going to be, like, <laughs> no, this apex. Oh, no. Okay. It's really noticeable, but I'm okay, not, okay. I, we're not going to okay. talk about it. Give okay. me, give okay. me, like, a little self-conscious. No, no, no. I, I had no idea. I feel like maybe you mentioned it before, but I've never yeah. noticed. Yeah, so. it happened when I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I wish I could remember my... I feel like all my second puberty things are alcohol-related. <laughs> like, oh, I went out, and I got really drunk, and I blacked out, and I decided that's not really good. Like, I woke up two weekends ago and didn't know how I got home. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, okay. that's kind of norms. But <laughs> So, I just, like, woke up, and I was like, how did I get home? And there was, like, stuff all over my apartment, and I was like... It was all my stuff. Like, okay, it wasn't okay. like they like they were like this Oh thing. no did. <laughs> yeah, like, and then I just was like, Oh, this is really weird. I don't remember and then I looked at my email and I had like a uh, Uber receipt because okay, they sent okay. it to you and I was like, Okay, that was the last place I remember being and this is the route home, so I made it home somehow. So that's important. Point. Last weekend I went out and I came home at a respectable hour and I was sober and I remember coming home. So that was a plus. That's good. Yeah. Um, my only other thing is I got a lot of what I presume are mosquito bites because they itch like hell. Ooh. And one was like right kind of in the knee pit area. Do you have Ziki? I was scared about the Ziki. Okay. Because I itch. I scratched it really bad, <gasps> so it got really swollen. No. In and the then, knee pit area? In the knee pit area. So the back of your knee. The back of my, like, back Ugh, side, like, fatty. worst Fatty part. area of my knee. I've had it there before. So I itched it super bad, mm-hmm. like, because it was just, like, a regular day at work after my weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I look at it when I get home, and it's, like, all red and swollen, and it looked weird. Uh, Which, mind you, I've scratched a mosquito bite pretty good, where oh, it, yeah. like, swells up pretty bad. Yeah. But I was kind of nervous. I sent a picture to my husband, and he's like, what the fuck? I, it was still kind of weird the next day. Yeah. I start Googling. Of course, they're, like, saying in that area, like, blood clot, you're going to die. No, you let him do it. Exactly. And, <laughs> and mind you, at this point, Mr. Agnes is saying, like, you can do, like, a virtual appointment. Like, you don't even have to go in anywhere. You guys like, are the worst. We're so lazy. Yes. And but course. also, like, nothing's wrong with you. <laughs> like, he should tell you nothing's wrong with you. He, I he, I think he was getting more entertainment. Okay. He figured it out. Okay. So he was kind of feeding into that. Okay. But, of course, I did the very, very adult thing mm-hmm. of I sent a picture to my RM mother. <laughs> oh, yeah, no shit. Like, it's just like, so does this look like a blood card? <laughs> are we good? <laughs> Which really, because my mom's phone isn't good about taking pictures from me, I sent it to my sister, who was with my mother, and was like, so, not an emergency, don't wake her up, but if you get a chance. The next time you see her, can you please just show her this? Which apparently she didn't go and wake her up, which... No. I think she was, like, 
about to or okay. like just got into bed kind of a thing okay. like not like dead sleep right like she was still like yeah. breathing or something and then she asked like the same questions that were like online of like <laughs> does it feel hot and I'm like it's kind of warm because <laughs> I've been touching it because I've been because touching. it's the color of my flesh and I've been touching it and poking it and if I press it it turns red again all that and then she's like well I think it looks like this not that yeah. like you're probably fine and she did this thing, which I had heard it before. Maybe I'd seen it on, like, you know, ER episodes. Yeah. But you draw around the edge of it to see whether or not it goes down or if it stays the same size. Oh. So she's like, yeah, outline the border. And if it hasn't, like, decreased in the morning, like, then oh, maybe get smart. it checked out. That's super smart. Which it seemed like it did. And then in yeah. my head, I'm thinking, if it didn't, I have to tell the doctor why I have pen around it. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm okay, guys, but that was, this was all over the course of, like, a week and a half, so it's just like, oh my god. So, it's so many things, I had a similar reaction to mosquito bite. Okay. Um, This was back in California, though, and I was telling someone here, like, oh yeah, like, I'm allergic to mosquitoes, because they were talking about allergies, because I don't have any allergies. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh, I guess I'm allergic to mosquitoes, but only when they bite me on certain parts of my body. And my friend was like, that's not how allergies work. And I was like, I can rub strawberry here, but here, and I'm dead. <laughs> she was like, you're probably allergic to certain types of mosquitoes. And that I was makes like, a lot worse. And I was like, yo, I didn't even think about that. There's different types of mosquitoes out there. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what it is. I'm allergic to certain types of mosquitoes. Where my, if I get bit, usually it's like I notice it mostly on my arm and stuff, but if yeah. I get bit... It like swells up to a huge mountain yeah, yeah. of a lot where it looks like it's inflamed, like right. something's going on inside yeah. my arm, and it usually takes a couple days and it goes away. Yeah. But yeah, the first time I had it, it was very alarming, and I just recently found out I'm not only allergic to certain parts of my body. <laughs> yeah, the only other one I've had where it swelled similarly bad was on a love handle, and Ooh. I was. And I itched it really bad. It was, like, yeah. right on the edge of my pants, yeah. of course. And then I noticed, like, wow, one side looks bigger than the other. Like, what's up with that? So, yeah. Don't itch. Don't, don't itch. Don't. The first day I Put tried... Put some cortisone the, on it. Yeah, the first day I tried, like, the hippie Burt's Bees rescue ointment that we've tried with other stuff, which is effective, not for this. I no. went out. I bought the Max strength, like, cortisol cream. Yeah. I think like I think a cheddar cheese and chips and like a gallon of ice cream and like the guy made some comment at the checkout at like eleven thirty at night and was like really buddy like why do you even know my business like, yeah like uh, mind your own business I'm gonna do whatever I want to with these items exactly <laughs> it's about to go down <laughs> oh. awesome so, awesome I guess right. if we want to get into our Let's shows get into the shows because we have so much to cover and I think we have a lot to say it's been a while guys yes so do we want to start. With a range? Yes, let's start with a range because okay. I have nothing to say about that. Okay. Um, guys, I felt like we started off strong. Yes. And then it kind of fizzed out at the end. It was so boring at the yeah. end. Yeah. I had to force myself to watch it just for our listeners. Oh. This is what I do for our listeners. All five of them. <laughs> well, there's kind of two. But like... All two of them. Shout out to you guys. I, I mean, I see the views. I don't know how consistent that is or how many of that is that me re-downloading <laughs> exactly. our episodes. Exactly. Same. Um, okay. Gosh, what is it? So, let's start with the Jewish couple. Okay. We did find out where their money comes from. 
from their parents. Yes. Yeah. Which, and then eventually it's going to run out. Exactly. Which made me more angry about the fact that she was considering starting a family because you don't have money. You're, you're still not in graduated. School. What jobs are you going to do? You're probably, if you're not on your parents' health care plan, yeah. you're on your school's health care plan. Yeah. Which, mind you, I am on a decent health care plan. Yes. And I have looked at it. Just, I think, outright, like, co-pays and whatnot, it's going to cost me at least, like, a grand, 1500 to have a kid. No. And that's just physically, medically have the kid. My like, sister had a baby, and she always talks to me about the hospital fees, and I don't understand at all. It's it's weird, and I'm sure every plan's different, but, yeah. I mean, like, there's certain labs you do have to pay for out of pocket and, yeah. like, different things. But, yeah, like, looking at the numbers, at least a grand, 1500 wow. and that's not even, like, baby shit, diapers. Like, yeah. that's just, like... For your body to deliver this child. Right. Yes. It's ridiculous. Yes. So she's out of touch. He's out of touch. They're babies. They're, they're such babies. They're just so young and like everything that they thought about and talked about. I was like, how did you not talk about this? You guys were a couple, but like you hung out. Like what's <laughs> wrong with you? You're... But I think they're just young and dumb. So that's all I have for that Jewish couple. Yeah. No, and I... I don't even know how the show ended, honestly. I think they agree. They were all just kind of happy. Yeah, I mean, I think they agreed to stay in New York, but yeah. there was talk of maybe they'd move to yeah. Washington later because like that's where their family is. Not just her family, her and his family. Yeah, I was shocked by that. I thought yeah. her family lived there and his family lived in New York. When he right. said both our families live there. But I also get, like, he is, like, a mama-daddy's boy. Right. And she's like, listen, because <laughs> I know exactly what's going to happen when we go back to that state. You're going to be running to your mom and dad every five minutes. You're going to mm. piss me off. Yeah. And so let's be here. Let's be independent. You need to grow up. I need to grow up. So I thought that part of their, like, talk was actually rational. Right. And then they went, like, ice skating, and then they were all happy. Yeah. No, and I wonder, once they're not getting supplemental income from their parents how they're oh. going to feel about trying to foot oh. their own bill in New York City. I mean, it is a hard not right And what are their jobs going to be? I don't know what he's in school I for. Don't. I don't know what she's in school no. for. For all I know, they're still on GE stuff because they look like they're 17. Exactly. It's yeah. amazing. They're so good luck to them. I will say that. Uh, so the Indian couple. Oh, okay. Oof. Gosh, what the... I'm, I'm just looking at her right now. It's okay. Cause like, so, what? the Indian couple, the last I remember, she wanted to stay home more and... Um, not even really stay home more. Work at the real estate agency less and do focus on her actual designing business. Oof. Which, I mean, and she admits, she's like, designing business doesn't bring home the bacon like real estate does. Right. But also, like, he met her and she was doing that business. So I don't, I thought it was always really weird that he was like, you have to come work for me and do this business. I didn't like that. No, he's super controlling and he's a jerk and obviously she's not good at the design business because you don't plan a fashion show within two days. You don't send out invitations for something two days from now. Not if you want a decent reception. Maybe she's a poor party planner, but a good designer. Because I thought her designs were cute. Her designs were cute, but I think... You know, you would imagine as a realtor, you had some forefront of marketing. Yeah, I guess. But I don't... Yeah. Okay, you're right. You would think she would know how to put that. herself up. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, Which, 
They also end on a sweet note because he buys a house. Yeah, and he actually takes her to see it before he buys it. Okay, that that was the other thing. I wasn't sure if he had signed off on it. He did. Okay. He said purposely, he's like, I was going to, because he says, I'm, I'm going to buy a house for her. And then he's like, I'm going to take her to see it. But before we actually buy it, I want her to actually see it first. Okay. And I was like, oh, look at you being thoughtful. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, so they walk through it and they like plan their little family so I think he is very controlling, and I think she's, like, surprised at how traditional he is, because mm-hmm. he didn't really grow up traditionally. Right. But then I think he's probably still values that stuff from his heritage, where it's like, I run this, mm-hmm. you kind of do what I say, but then I think I would hope that he showed his side where he is willing to, like, listen to her opinion and be open and value her, because I think that's a really good marriage then, like... You have a leader, essentially, who, like, makes a a good amount of the decisions. But also, they value the other person's opinion in the decision-making. So, it's, like, kind of like you work together. I still think he's growing to respect her. Mm -hmm. And I don't don't know with that mindset, when you do get into those more traditional roles or, Mm -hmm. like, leader roles, if you're ever going to see someone as an equal partner. True. But I think he, he did make some progress... Or at least the producers edited enough to show that he made some progress over Ooh. the course of the season. I like like I like that you mentioned editing because I've been obviously I listen to a lot of podcasts. So yeah, I've been yeah. listening to the RuPaul podcast with Michelle Visage. It's okay. actually a really good podcast. Okay, okay. And they were talking. It's I listened to one of the old episodes and they were talking about editing mm-hmm. and how like some of the girls on their show RuPaul's Drag Race will try to like say like well the editing made me look that way and they're like well one we're like basically the editors and we know the editors we work with them and we purposely don't edit people to make them look bad because we don't need to because it's about thriving and becoming yourself and finding yourself mm-hmm. so we edit people to look better and also RuPaul was like and you said that like it's not like yeah we told you to say that like you said those things so if you think you look bad and they were saying the people that come off the worst on their show are people who try to self-edit themselves and present them and self-produce themselves okay so they present themselves in a way like this, this facade basically okay. and it's like yeah like obviously you want to kind of kiki and hype up your personality to be seen mm-hmm. but also when you try to produce yourself then you look overproduced from the production of the show that makes and sense and I was like ah oh, it's kind of interesting and they were saying that they think it applies to a lot of shows obviously right. some don't have probably like the the genuineness of their show. I right. think more yeah, reality yeah. shows do want the drama. Right. Um, but I was thinking that was like an interesting editing tip, like how much does editing play into it? Yeah. And how much it is like he genuinely like showed his bad side and showed some of his good side. Side note, mm-hmm. be- before we get to it, because still got another couple to cover. Yeah. But I have joined the, another podcast we love, Bishes. Oh, yeah. So their Facebook group is amazing. Is it? Because I showed you, you, I saw that you sent it to me and I was like, what is this? It's really fun. There's okay. a lot of memes and like articles. Why I, is it private? I Because it's a safe space and there's no tagging. Okay. <laughs> Just like they talk about. Okay. Um, there's a lot of memes. There's a lot of articles. Okay. There's a lot of just like, oh my gosh, I watched the episode. Did anyone notice this? Ooh. It's just really fun. All right, I'll just, join it. Just a lot of catty I'm fun ladies. I meant to ladies. text you about that, but I was like, we'll just talk about it because I knew I was going to see yeah, you. Because yeah. I was like, Agnes, what is this? Like, why is it private? What am I getting myself into? It's been a good time so far. Okay. I have posted and responded to a few things. Ooh. And one thing I saw was someone said there was an article that they had seen like a while back about Kelly on Real Housewives of New, of New York. York. Kelly Benson. And someone had said that 
she was only on as like a favor oh. to Russell Sim- Simmons. Oh, uh-huh. And that that was the favorable edit of her. No. So like, how banana sandwich was she in real life? She's if that was the cut to make her look good. Do you think Kelly did like a lot of coke, and that's why she was always all over the place? There was another thing I read. Okay, so the other thing that has come up is someone posted a lot of the girls' Snapchat names. <sighs> so following a lot of Snapchats, Bethany. I haven't seen all of them, but they have said like Bethany talks and implies that there's like more drugs going on in the New York than other franchise and like there's a lot of hints and drops about coke like there has to be there's i i think there's there just so much de- the departed level amounts of coke yeah. on the new york <laughs> housewives i was thinking of like wolf of wall street level amounts of i mean coke. same thing same thing same, Leo more, and Leo. more realistic <laughs> more more topical reference um, um yeah so, uh, so only a couple left. Okay. Southern couple. Oh, that's, yeah, the Texas couple. They end on drama that really could have been dragged out through the entire season. I don't even remember how they ended. Isn't that weird? I think they end okay, but it's like... About her pregnancies? No, not pregnancy. She's she's just had a lot of, like, uterus issues. Yes, yeah. I mean, like, she can get pregnant. Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. so based on the issues that she've had, they've said she can't get pregnant, which she does... Probably the more irresponsible thing, I would say, ladies, when you have some kind of, like, uterus reproductive issue, if you're not on any birth control and you assume you can't get pregnant because you haven't gotten pregnant yet, <laughs> this is not a good idea. No. One, because, surprise, you can't get pregnant. You can. <laughs> or two, surprise, you can't get pregnant and shit's even more fucking complicated yes. because you didn't clear up the other issues beforehand. Yes. So, not a good idea, ladies. Also, just, like, be honest. Why did she lie so much? Exactly. Like, all the way to, like, you get married. Yeah. Also, gentlemen, I would think you notice if your lady is, like, constantly on her period. <laughs> That's not normal. What did she say? Like, she'd been bleeding for, like, how many weeks or something? I feel like, like a month. Like, if not longer. Which, it's one thing if, like, okay, I get it. That's graphic. You spot here and there. Like, yeah. whatever. That's yeah. normal. But if you're, like, bleeding, like, maybe it's not Bethany-level bleeding, but if you're you're bleeding on the reg and it's a problem, I would think a a married person in a very small camper would notice that. Yes, agreed. Like, why didn't he ever figure that out? Like, like, hey, girl, I don't think this is normal. Are you okay? Right. Like, are you okay? I don't know. I agree. Like, there's so many warning signs in this, and I just was like, this couple... Not a couple that I think oh. is gonna make it. Like they're just like I felt like all over the place. Yeah, I feel like they, they that was their horizon that they were ending on. Of like she confessed it to him. She's like I don't like to talk about it, and he's like I can't support you if I don't know what's going on. Yeah. If I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. And so they ended on a happier. But yeah, no, I. Whew, yeah, I would say they're the least successful of the three that we've Absolutely. seen this season. Absolutely. So yeah, kind of a buzz. Um, but it's okay, because we still have our housewives, and we have another show that's getting started. Oh, yes. that we talked. Remember, we've talked about this show before. Oof, we talked about last season. Now we're on to, to the new season. I can't season. it's already a new season. Which, I mean, I guess it makes sense, because we've been doing this like six months ago. I know. We're kind of professional. Oh, my gosh. Um, so cool. Real housewives. Okay. I have um, a lot to say, but I like that you have notes, so. You can, I guess what we can order? start with OC, because oh. I have the no notes on OC. Okay. Or I, like one note. I'm going to say my theme across all Real Housewives 
is these new women that they're bringing in are hungry and <laughs> desperate for attention. Agreed. And I'm going to start, like, we're just going to go season by season because I don't want to okay, jump okay. around. Homegirl, is her name Kelly, too? Kelly with, like, the fakest fake nose ever. Yes. Yes. Kelly, who talked bad about her husband saying they're not really in love. Who, Kelly, who, like, was super fake and, t- like, she's so fake and so up Vicky's ass. Mm-hmm. It is disgusting. Yeah. I was like, she told Megan, bye, girl, I do not care about you. Like, we are not friends, and I'm with Vicky, and you need to be nice to her. And I was just like, what is wrong with this woman? And, like, the first two episodes, first couple episodes of OC, boring. Like, yeah. they're just all catching up and not talking to Vicky. And Heather's super rich, talking about her house. And Vicky's sad or sad because she doesn't have Brooks and she doesn't have friends. Yeah, and her daughter's super sick, which I feel bad for her daughter. Like, that's really sad. Yeah, she has yeah. some health complications. Yeah. Um, And then Tamara, just same Tamara, dealing with the drama and working out. And then... That new young girl who's their second season. Megan, who's Megan. doing her IVF stuff with someone who obviously does not want to have a child. No, he does. I, Why don't you think he wants to, Someone else said that, and I was like, it, I feel like he's okay with it. Well, I mean, the way she presented it of, like, he would either have a baby or lose me does not forebode well. And then the fact that he's totally disinterested on any of the IVF stuff. Well, how... I was. I thought that was a little unfair that she was like sad that he was disinterested because he literally does nothing for the whole time. How could you be interested in something so boring as I'm shooting myself with needles and then I'm gonna stick your sperm in me? And like to me, I'd be just as disinterested. Like I'd say, like, oh, I wish I could be there to make sure your surgery goes well. But beyond that, I kind of don't care, girl. I hope it. I hope it works out. And I feel like he's not doing that. Like he's not True. doing the check in of like. How are you feeling? Right. How did your doctor visit go? Right. You know, thank your mom for coming right. for your egg retrieval because I can't be there. Right. I feel like there are ways to be supportive, like, even if you're not the fucking spouse, like, even if you're, like, a sibling or a friend that's going through it, of just, like, you know someone who's going through, yeah. like, this, like, situation. Yeah. Of, you know, there's ways. But I think women are more compassionate than men. But I guess that's me giving the scapegoat because, obviously, your husband's super compassionate and caring. Oh, yeah, he just knows. He knows, <laughs> he knows he should be. <laughs> he knows what to do to not get in trouble. <laughs> and, you know, but he's a D. He knows, <laughs> like, the one thing to say to get under my fucking skin. Yeah. Where I'm just like, oh, oh, it's going to go down right now. So, you know. Yeah, okay. Highs and lows. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, obviously he's not, he doesn't seem like as much of an asshole as we've seen of other husbands. Right. Or even as last season, because last season he was very cold. Right. Like, very disinterested in the show. Okay. And I think this season he's, like, playing along a little bit more, like, engaging with her. Because last season she would talk to him and he wouldn't even say anything. Damn. Like, he would just be like, mm. <laughs> Like, and just walk like away. Like a redheaded, like, Dallas husband guy. Of, yes. Of just, like. Very much like that. Like, okay. where it's, like. I can't tell if you're actually a bad person or you just really don't want to be here <laughs> and your poor, your wife has like made you be here right. but you just like are not feeling it at all. Yeah. Very much like that. And I think it is hard to see like in terms of like an actual relationship yeah. of this is something you obviously really, really want. You're really excited about it. Yeah. So to have someone that's not even remotely engaged True, that's to that or like tuned in, like, yeah, that's. Because it's technically your child, but I think right. for men it's not a child. Until it's actually a child. Right. And I think she has said that on, like, her Instagram. I'm kind of like, now that she's pregnant, he is more engaged. And yeah. he's, like, excited and buying clothes and stuff. Yeah. And, 
but I see where you're yeah, coming from. Yeah, it's a little hard to watch. Okay. Um. Um. And then just oh, and then we talk about uh the Bedores. Okay. We think Shannon and her husband are. I feel like status quo. Yeah. I feel like they've kind of been like the realist on the show yeah. on this season of the show on this series. Like, I feel like they're kind of just like, look, we're not perfect. We go off on people. Mm-hmm. Like, we have fun though. We like to chill, but we're gonna tell people if they're being assholes to us. Right. And her party. I thought was like, I liked it because it wasn't like this over the top, super fancy, okay. like I'm spending money I don't have party, right? right yeah. Like to me, it was like a kind of party that I would throw where like I have cute decorations, mm-hmm. you dress up, like yeah. it's at a cool place, like, you know, like they spent good money on yeah, it for sure. Yeah, there's a theme, There's you a know. theme, like there's a few drinks, like nothing crazy, like right. I'm not trying to like wow and dazzle and impress people like right. i want people to come and celebrate and have a good time yeah so i was like i like this party like it seems like more relatable mm-hmm. right and like more within their price range because i feel like everybody in all the series are downgrading their lives oh everybody is downsizing and that's another thing downsizing that'll that'll come back with the movie of the day exactly. or movie of the month exactly um so yeah so i just thought like the doors are doing great and then that, i think that party drama was just like BS from Kelly, just wanting attention. Yeah, just trying to get screen time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to get super drunk and I'm going to get me some screen time. Yes. So desperate. And the fact that, like, her and her husband separated and then she was seen with another man and then that <sighs> girl pointed it out. Hilarious. Um, Awkward. So now I feel like, though, I'm kind of sad because I feel like this is going to be the theme for the whole season is that, like, Shannon, not Shannon, is it Shannon Bador? No. No, Heather. Heather. No, Heather Dubrow. Heather did okay. The Debor, the Boudors, whatever. Wait, Shannon Bador. Okay, and Heather Dubrow. Jesus. <laughs> Shannon Debor. This is why we, they just shouldn't have names. Shannon. So, she. She's gonna. The whole thing is gonna be like she set up Kelly with that girl. Right. Which is stupid. Right, and I didn't. It didn't seem like there was any like malice or no. like ill intent when she's like, I didn't even know that you knew each other. Right. How would I know that? Why would I be talking about you? Yeah, why would I say, like, oh, these are all the other people that are going to come to the party. P.S. Do you have dirt on any of them? Please say it on camera. (laughs) No. This is also how I prepare for all of my parties. (laughs) (laughs) Which I have, like, one every ten years. I know. Um, Okay, so I guess New York, then Jersey last? Yes. Okay, so New York... um, it seems like we're just getting set up for whatever skeletons are in this closet of this man who has been sleeping with pretty much Everybody. all of the housewives. All the hoes. He's been over all the last girls. 10 years. Yes. And has now decided on Luann and has proposed. Yes. They're getting married like on New Year's. Yes. So, and the last I heard, like, a lot of the girls from the show aren't invited. Not surprising. And some of them got disinvited or something. Ooh, like, I bet. I like, bet. Like, the last I heard. All of next season. Luann was like on, on like Watch What Happens Live. Watch What Happens Live. So yeah, it's just like, I think it's this big lead up. I think, oh, I wanted to talk to you about my theory about New York. Oh, okay. Because obviously homegirl, the anorexic one, I can't remember her name. Jules. Jules. So Jules is another attention-seeking girl who's just trying to cling on to someone as much as she can. I think she does it less than the girls in the other shows. But I definitely think she's attention-seeking. But I have a theory Mm -hmm. about why her nanny quit. Oh. Because this was like an arc that they really didn't pursue, but she talks about a lot. Yeah. Uh, She's so in shambles because her nanny nanny just quit out of the blue. 
She took her Christmas bonus and she didn't say bye to the kids. Direct quote. <laughs> Thank you, Agnes. So she quit because there was so much tumultuous, tumultuous activity in the home verbal, probably physical abuse oh, from yeah, both sides. Yeah. The nanny is like, F this, I'm getting out of this crazy place. Because think about it, what nanny or person where your job is mostly on referrals? Right. And you know there's a term limit because these kids are gonna grow up. Right. Which yeah. is leave and say this referral I'm gonna go ahead and let go after I'd been here for a long time. Right. What nanny would do that? Right. If there wasn't something bad going on in the home. So I was like, listen, it's adding up. Your nanny quits your vagina has glass in it because you were climbing out of a window and we still don't know what that scenario. or like a big splinter we don't we don't know what we happened. don't know what happened and then your husband your little meanie meanie mini husband files for a divorce it's all adding up to after me. he keeps coming home an hour late and still has to shower, shower? yes <laughs> takes two seconds to clean that tiny little body <laughs> god so yes that's my theory that like they have a crazy house. I believe it. And that's where she quit. And that's why her vagina started bleeding and got attacked. And this is why they're getting a divorce. They're, I think they're both abusive to, towards each other. Verbally and physically. Just not healthy. Not no, a healthy relationship. Not healthy. And then, yeah, just not healthy at all. Oof. So, that's my theory about that. That's all I have to say about New York. Yeah, no, I mean, the only other thing I'm thinking for New York is it seems like they're, they're hinting in the... The trailers for the upcoming episodes of like Sonia's been like on again, off again with Tom, Luann's fiance. Yes. But with like friends with benefits. Yes. And it seems like not that long ago that they were, you know Banging. Banging. Mm-hmm. And then it seemed like there was some kind of conversation about whether or not Luann knew about Sonia and Tom banging yes. or how much Sonia knew about Tom and Luann banging. Mm-hmm. And the other part of me that's kind of sad, which I don't feel like they're gonna go down this road is I feel like they were presenting it before that Sonia and Luann were kind of on the same level of like, we're going to go out, we're going to party, we're going to sleep around. Yeah. It'd be nice if I found another love of my life and that worked out. Right. Well, it worked out for Luann. It didn't work out for Sonia. Right. P.S. It worked out for Luann with someone Sonia's been sleeping with for years. So that's the knife in a little deep. I also, I don't, I don't think I covered this in the last episode. Um, you know, we only get so much of Sonia's, like, back sad story with, like, mm-hmm. the divorce and mm-hmm. her family. But it was kind of sad when she's, like, going through all her, like, hoarding items in the basement. And she made that comment, I'm over him. I'm not over the family. Oh, that's really sad. Because that's the other thing, too, of, like, mm-hmm. mind you, most of these bitches are divorced and, mm-hmm. like, doing these things. But that family aspect, you only are going to have those memories. You're never yeah. going to have, like, those holidays again or be yeah. around those people. Yeah. You might be able to get your brothers-in-law butler to come by mm-hmm. for, like, one day, but you're not going to have that same interaction. Can I be a little cynical? Yes. So, you know her last name is Morgan? Yeah. And do you realize they're the Morgans of J.P. Morgan and Chase? Ooh, yes. So, I also think you miss that family money. Oh, of course. But, but like, because you were married to the Morgans of J.P. Morgan. Like, like... That's like... No, there's a reason she busted out that silverware. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure she missed the family, but I'm like, he was like 50 years older than you. Like, like, no, no. And then I think there's a big difference to be like a widow in that family, to yes. be the divorcee. Oh, and yeah. They I'm don't sure how you're treated to do with without her. the town. And I'm I, sure they actually kept that name. Uh, yeah, no. And I mean, I think the, 
the reason she stays in that like crumbling old house is because that's all she has. And, and it's she a can't sell bomb it. Bomb house. Yeah. It's like ten stories. When she put land on the third floor, I was like, why aren't we seeing more of this house? <laughs> Man, she can take some of her Bravo checks and just re like redo it, you know? See, and I wonder just like with New York and how old stuff is of like it's so much work to go and renovating that like yeah it is and it's hard because you want to keep a lot of the original stuff right oh so expensive no, so and expensive I, I think there was even like a news headline I saw like a few months back of like I think there was some fire in like an older building and then mm-hmm. like they said like a percentage of the buildings in New York City are not up to code like yes. don't meet code just because they are historical yes and it's like we're not going to change it because it's historical but we realize it could catch on fire at any given yes. moment <laughs> like, yes if you like listen like i listen to like the read and they live in new york and they talk about like how horrible it is mm-hmm. and how expensive it is and how it's like slumlords and they won't <laughs> fix anything so they'll just basically say and it's not like they live like in the hood or anything right. like, yeah, yeah. like that like they're making decent money like they're right. in decent places but it's still like the heat doesn't work all the time and they don't Ooh. always have hot water and i yeah. was like I can't imagine that. <laughs> what kind of life is that? I don't have my shower as hot as I want, and I break down in tears. <laughs> it's not scalding my skin. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need a bandage afterwards. I'm not even I'm clean. Not clean. <laughs> I'm just dirty all over again. Yes. Oh, so so that's New York. So if we want to jump into Jersey. Oh, my God. This is going to be like a three-hour episode, guys. It is going to be a three-hour episode. I think the good thing is I think we don't have a lot to say about the movie. Yeah, yeah. So surprising, very shocking, because I feel like we're usually very opinionated about the movie, but we have a lot of TV shows to go through. It's, it's been a while. Yes. Okay. So even though it's only been a month, it just we have a lot of TV. I mean, Jersey started up. Yes. And then we had a new season of Married at First Sight. Yes. And then we ended Arranged. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's just, it's just a lot of overlap right yes. now. Yeah, yeah. So Jersey starts... And Teresa is getting out of jail. Prison. Prison. I'm sorry. It's okay. I know. I know that. <laughs> it means they're very different things. It's okay. <laughs> to a layman, they're the same. She was incarcerated. <laughs> oh my yeah. She's a felon. I don't know if she's a felon. I, I mean, she has a record. Right. Yeah. I don't so, know if it was a felony crime. Probably. Probably. I don't <laughs> so she gets out of prison. Uh huh. She's there for like 12 months, 11 months, or something like that. I think her sentence was 15, but I think she only did 11. Yeah, because I feel like she went in around New Year's last year, and then she gets out, like, a few days before Christmas. Yeah. So, I think... I do have a lot of notes on this. You do? (laughs) Well, just for Jersey. Okay. So, I set the scene. They're all getting ready for her to come home. Everyone's talking about it. Um, God, I have so much to say. So, (laughs) one. Okay. I think that when Jacqueline and Melissa are together... And they're talking about the note that Teresa wrote them each or whatever. And Melissa makes the comment that Jacqueline and Teresa's relationship is like that boyfriend that you go out with your friends. And you're like, I'm over him. I don't give a fuck, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then he texts you and it fucks up your whole night. <laughs> when she said that, it just resonated with me so well. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that's exactly how Jacqueline is. She cares about Teresa so much as a friend, which I get. They've been friends for mm-hmm. years. But she's, like, trying to move on because sometimes friendships just fall apart. We both had it. Like, friendships just sometimes you grow out of them, things change. But every time, like, Teresa gets mentioned or she contacts her, she flips out. And I used to be Team Jacqueline, but I'm coming out straight out the gates (laughs) that I am not with Jacqueline. I'm not with her. She's psychotic. She needs a lot of medication. 
Like, just <laughs> off tops. I'm letting you know she needs a lot of medication. I think she's had a really rough time with her son with autism. Yeah. And, like, I have friends that have a son with autism, and I know it's, like, very difficult, and you have to be very patient. It's a right. lot of work. But also, I think you bring on your own drama when you try to involve yourself with other people's bullshit. Right. And so I was like, I, you already have enough going on in your own personal life. Your husband's businesses are failing. You are living a life outside of your means. Of course. You have to downside your, downsize your house. And so related to the movie. You're so right. Um, they are drowning in the black water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just like. Oh my god, that's a relationship. Like she's so desperate to be her friend that she's just like running herself around in circles. Right, because I mean, otherwise you could have, like I think Melissa, like she obviously it's different because you're it's an in law, so yeah. it's like you're always gonna have to engage them in some levels, yep. and you don't want that same tension that was there before. Exactly. But I feel like she took it more kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird the way she did it, but yeah. you know, I'm gonna talk to her when she gets out. Yeah. And I hope things are good. And, yes. You know, dust it off your shoulders. Like, yes. Very positive, good for Melissa. I was like, go Melissa, that's Melissa I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought the most genuine moment I have ever seen, maybe in Real Housewives history, but definitely in Teresa Real House history, was when she walked into her home and saw her husband and her kids, and I felt like she was, her reaction, her personality was very genuine. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was awesome. Like, that was super touching. There were some wells. Uh, yes. Cut to 30 minutes later, and she has her makeup on, and she's right back <laughs> And I respected that. Because it, her personality changed. Like, if you, like, you should go back and watch it if you didn't okay. notice it. But, like, I'm telling you, from the moment she walked into her house, like, she was normal, and it was, like, this and the other. And I will say, I think the next time you saw her was probably, like, at Melissa's party. Okay. And as soon as she walks into that, as soon as, like, they're getting ready, and they're talking about, like, can you come pick me up? And this, yeah. that. She's right back to the old Teresa. And not, I'm not saying like in referencing how they say the old Teresa or the new Teresa. I'm talking right. about like the show Teresa. Like, right, yeah. I'm here for a job. I'm here for a paycheck. I think she's well like around. Like, I think she's giving us herself in personality. Right. But I think you have your TV self and mm-hmm. I think you have your non-TV self. No. Yeah. And I, I think she's definitely aware of what sells yes. in terms of like how she admits it when they're doing like the family pictures of like, yes. you know, the magazines doing our pictures this year. I'm yes. like, we need money. Uh-huh. This is what sells money. I'm hustling. I'm, I got my game face on. Yes. The other thing I noticed when she first comes into the house, okay. you know who gets the very first hello? Who? The dog. No. Because that is fucking real life. She sees the dog. In the She's like, I am back, bitch. (laughs) I love you. The dog gets the first hello before anybody else. That's true. That's Um, true. Also, I'm wondering, are all celebrity lawyers also chauffeurs? No. And like publicity agents. So if you look at like the images from her real lawyers, like when she was like, like actually like. In trial? Yeah, in trial. And then also when she did her like statement when she was like actually like convicted and got her sentencing, Mm -hmm. he wasn't there or he was like in the background. Okay. So I think he's like the plant, like the, the B, the B lawyer, like the lawyer who does do the chauffeuring around. Like, okay. not the actual lawyer who does a lot of the work in, in, like, litigation and arguing. Yeah. I think he's, like, the lawyer's assistant who's also a lawyer. Okay. You know? Yeah. That's what I, like, surmise well, from that. I like I like B-squad lawyer. Yeah, yeah. All the attorneys that I know don't drive <laughs> their clients around. Like, right. there's car services. Like, there's people for that. Yeah, yeah. There's B-lawyers somewhere. There's an intern or something that can do this. Like, they don't have time for that because they're literally looking at case. Like, and you imagine... Mm-hmm. 
your lawyer, like your legit lawyer, is billing you for every hour. They're billable right. hours. Yeah. So you're not going to pay your lawyer $150 per hour to drive your kid to school. You're going to call Uber for 15 Right. So, like... I was like, you're a B lawyer. Like, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm not going to say you're not a lawyer, but you're not, you're not the real one. Yeah, yeah. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, God, what else did I have? Uh, and then I think, it, not in the first episode, but going into the more recent episode where they mm-hmm. had the New Year's party. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Joe should be kissing Gia's ass for everything that she has done for this family for the past year. Yeah. I get that she's 14 and that does seem young to be out for New Year's, but... And not even that, but I think you have to think about it. Like, parents never give any credit to children. True, yeah. Because in the parents' eyes, which is true, like, yo, like, I gave you everything you have. <laughs> like, I pay the bills. I, like, I feed you. Maybe there was some fraud in that shit, but, like, girl, you don't have a job. Right, like, yeah. Like, so I think in a parent's eyes, it's just like, listen... Mm-hmm. Like, y- your entitlement comes from nowhere. Literally, right. you don't do anything. So, yeah, I get it. Like, she's been super helpful, and, like, she has been. I think I think that's the good balance of a mom and a dad. Yeah. Or just having two parents is that, like, one parent's going to be more strict. Like, listen, you don't have to do anything, mm-hmm. right, but breathe. <laughs> and I allow you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and the other parent's like, listen, you're a hard worker. You've been doing well in school. Like, we appreciate all those slack you've been doing. Like, do right. you, girl. Yeah. So I was like, I see both sides. And I feel like it's very standard for the daddy to be like, I don't like any of this and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. And the mom to be like, you're okay, honey. You just do you. Yeah. You got it. I'll tell dad to shut up. Have fun. I'll work it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I wonder if her, like, coming back and kind of being sad was maybe her realizing or maybe a producer, like, whispering in her ear, kind of like, hey, next New Year's your dad's going to be gone. Of, like, this is probably going to be oh, the last so New Year's sad. the family's all together for a while. Yeah. So maybe you should come back. And not even, like, a producer, but, like, someone. like yeah, the, I mean, the Joe could have said that, Joe. too. Yeah, yeah could have like, just Joe been like, hey, your, your dad's probably mad because he's be not going to be here. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's really sad. Yeah. God, that's really sad. And you're, you're putting your family through that with all your fucking fraud. <laughs> right. Um, right. Uh, I did appreciate the uh, showing of the ankle bracelet. I missed that. Um, it was in the newer one when when Jacqueline comes over to talk. And oh. she like shows her, I didn't do all this yoga, I can do a handstand. Oh, they I definitely show attention. it. Okay, I wasn't paying attention. Which uh, on the group, someone else mentioned that. And they said there's also a quick shot of it like at the party. Oh. Like under her boots. Or there's like a shot of like a bulge in her boots, oh. which I didn't notice. But I, I knew that doing the handstand of like, yeah. you're going to show me the bracelet. Like wow. I want to see the bracelet. That's insane. <sighs> also, okay, so then talk about Jacqueline. And then like I just, this Siggy character... She was I don't like these new girls. Too ecstatic to yeah. meet Teresa. Like, imagine you're planning a party with one of my friends. Okay. That you don't know. Right. There's a few you don't, you don't know in Austin. You don't know any of my friends in Austin. No. So, imagine, <laughs> I just realized that. Like, you, I'm an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that you guys like me. <laughs> and I'm this mysterious character in Nikki's life. <laughs> So imagine you're going to meet one of my friends for the first time. Right. Kind of similar because you are a celebrity. So they've heard your voice. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're ecstatic to meet you, like, over the moon, like, ah, Agnes! Like, did it? Like, no. No, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm scared for me. Yes. Like, no, I'm a regular person. Like, you shouldn't be. If I were meeting one of your friends that I didn't know. Right. 
Like, I would just literally be like, oh, hey, what's up? We're going to plan this party. I'm a really good planner, so I really don't need your help. So, like... You can sit over there. Yeah, like, unless you have some good-ass ideas, I'm willing to hear it, but I'm going to let you know I can veto that shit. And that's just, like, I would not be excited like that. Like, I was like, you're a fangirl. Yeah, you're not yeah. a human. Yeah, you yeah. want to be on the show, and you want attention, and I don't like you. I don't like that. As, especially that's a lot to throw at someone too just like yeah. straight out of I'm the pissed. joint I can stab you I'm PTSD no exactly like uh, someone did comment and I can see it like some of the testimonials and stuff like obviously Teresa's coming back yeah but you can get these moments of like a little bit of like mm-hmm. anxiety like mm-hmm. kind of her center's change yeah, yeah yeah of just like this is so different or like trying to get back on track and her smile gets a little like fake and frozen. Well, yeah, I'm sure she went straight, had some Botox come straight come to, to the, the door or something. Do you want to go home? No, I gotta go straight to the Botox and then home. Then my babies can see me. <laughs> um, but oh god, like, I, like even just like when I think like the first time she goes out to do like her nails or whatever, oh, yeah. and then it's like the kind of thing of like, oh, I am allowed to go out and go shopping. Yeah. But even then, I'm sure it's very different between like going back and like seeing your family to the first time you go to a mall. Yes. Or to a restaurant. Yes. So overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. And then you think too, like, oh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just sure it's hard because even yeah. like, I don't know, like sometimes even like decompressing after like you know, a day of work. Oh, absolutely. And it's like you go to the store, you go to run an errand, and you're just like... Overwhelmed. This is a totally different world Mm -hmm. from what I've been in. And even just like hanging out, like even hanging out with people and going out. Like different from happy hour, but just like, just like even that, like you Mm -hmm. need a moment to just like catch your breath. Right. And if you've not had that moment, you came straight into a TV show. Mm Mm-hmm. That makes me nervous. Yeah. That makes me real nervous. It's going to be an interesting season. I think a lot of things... Oh, that's what I was going to talk about, the Wakilis. Like, oh, okay. how yeah. she doesn't like Kathy. I don't know why people don't like Kathy. Like, But I think, like, Teresa made a good point where she was like, I don't like when people talk about me behind my back, which okay. no one does, the Captain Obvious. And then they shot to the scene where Kathy's husband, Richie, was <laughs> asking his mother-in-law, are you embarrassed that your cousin or niece... Mm is getting arrested for fraud. <laughs> and the, the mother-in-law's like, yep, it's so embarrassing and a shame to our family. And I was like, well, that would make me not want to talk to you and invite you to anywhere because your husband's causing problems. I do appreciate all the flashbacks they did. Oh, like the initial episode. so many. Like even... So many. I was telling people, I'm like, I don't care if you've never watched an episode, you can just jump in. And, and, it and is all laid out They will tell you why they all hate each other. <laughs> exactly. Yes, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. So, I'm excited. I think there's a lot of good stuff that's going to happen, a lot of good drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Jacqueline's going to lose it. Yeah. I'm, I think the the Melissa business storyline oh. is dull. I feel like they could cut it. It should be cut soon. Yeah. I, oh, and it's, it's hard, too, because there's moments where I do appreciate... That Joe finds his wife desirable. Absolutely. Because I feel like that, you know, whether it's, you know, kind of caveman-ish or whatever, like, yeah. he still likes her. He still oh, yeah. loves her. I'd much rather see that than, like, the passive-aggressive, like, mm-hmm. I hate you for cheating on me. We mm-hmm. should have been divorced years ago. Mm-hmm. This is a lily pad marriage. Yes. Et cetera. I would much rather see him wanting to bang her every yes. scene. Yes. Um, with his pixelated penis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, at the same level, then yeah. it balances out with him saying, like, 
I can't be getting the kids ready for school two days a week. Like, who do you think I am? Yeah. Like, that's Mr. not my Mom? job. I'm just, I'm just like, wow. Yeah, it's but, sickening. And I get that it's a big jump if that's all she's done for, like, the last however many years. Which it is. Yeah, like, I think she, what, she said she got, like, an early education degree. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then she got married. She never used it because mm-hmm. Joe wanted to have babies. They mm-hmm. wanted her to have the babies and make the dinner. And mm-hmm. Okay. And now she's wanted to, to mix that up. But right. that's going to be fucking hard on him. I just always wonder, and this is me being naive because I'm not married and I'm not in a relationship. Okay. How the hell you don't discuss this when you are, before you're getting married? Right. Like, hey, I want to have these kids and I want to stay home. But then when they're old and I'm they're at school all day, I want to work. Right. So that means I'm going to need you to help me, like, get them to school because sometimes I'm going to be at work. Like, right. And either he says, no, that's not that's not <laughs> going to work. I'm not interested in that. Or he says, sure, I can. And even if you both are lying, or right. not even lying, but, like, you realize that's something you don't like down the road. Right. At least you've communicated that. Like, I feel like in this situation, she's never even said that. Right. Or even just, like, the, hey, I'm going to start a business. Yeah. I'm going to be away. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Like, even, like, if you don't have a pre-talk, yeah. I would think in the works, yes. as things progress, yes. there would be some kind of communication. Yes. It's crazy. Oh. I'm like, what? How do these people get married? I don't understand. I think they knew each other, what, like, three weeks? Like, they're <laughs> Italian. Like, That's true. They were arranged. Well, no, and I think, like, way back seasons ago, when, like, yeah. Melissa first came on the show, Teresa yeah. made some comment of, like, Joe was engaged to the girlfriend before oh. Melissa. Oh. And, like, maybe she liked her better, or, like, oh. she thought Melissa was, like, a rebound girl. Oh. But that's way back when. That is way back when. Throwback. Oh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else from Jersey. I feel like everyone is going crazy on, like, the Botox and the facelifts. Like, there's so many oh, yeah. frozen faces. Yeah, so many. Well, um, that's in every season, I think. I, I Maybe I'm just noticing it more because I feel like it's been so long since we've had Jersey. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that's kind of uncomfortable, and let's get explosive. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, oh, and there's something I forgot about OC, too. Uh, apparently, all the seasons now are talking about squirting. No. Are all the franchises, I should Oh, say? yeah, because they talked about it in New York, and then they talked about it in Jersey. Yes, You're right. Yes, at the party. How have they never heard of squirting, though? I, they're... <laughs> I'm just going to put this out there. Both of us knew before <laughs> before the shows. Yeah, I mean, we've known right. about squirting for years. Yes. It's not a new thing. This isn't this isn't new. This isn't mysterious. No. But, yeah, no, I feel like it's either you're you're trying to look like a goody-goody by pretending oh. like you don't know about it. Okay. But even, like, the people that do know about it, it does not come out on regular, like, No, I would never bring it up. I mean, no, no. this podcast is a safe space. <laughs> this is a very safe space. But, like, I wouldn't... Because it's not, like... It's not a thing you just, like, talk about, like, ah, I squirted last night on that moment. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't... Like, I agree. It's not a normal conversation, but it has come up like it's a new topic. And I think that's what bothers me. I'm like, squirting is not new. Right. And it's not even that impressive anymore because it's so old. <laughs> like, you gotta figure out a new move. You gotta figure out something new. You gotta do. Oh. I'm into pegging. I mean, I'm not into it. <laughs> like, I would appreciate it much more if all of the housewives could bring up pegging in a conversation. Because pegging is something new I learned about. I'm not into it like I do it. Like, I've learned about it. And so I'm like, that to me is a more interesting, interesting conversation than like, 
oh, like, do you? And then when they were like, oh, you're a squirter. They're like, no, that's gross. I'm like, why is it gross? Like, oh. I don't understand. Like, oh, but I just, I just am not with women that are prudish about sex. I get like you don't want to talk about it like with a lot of people because in a it's public private. setting. Yeah, 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 I totally get that. But like, right. don't pretend you're like a modest mouse. I'm, I'm sure Joe has made Melissa do horrible things. Oh, horrible <laughs> things. Maybe that's why he's so on board. He like just sees new things in porn every day. He's like, Melissa, we're doing this tonight. <laughs> Have you heard of Peggy? <laughs> <laughs> What's this pagan thing? <laughs> Made me a cannoli. Um, okay, so the only thing I forgot about, which is how OC ends, oh. is like there's the big fight. And then Vicky gets in the limo, and she says, <gasps> I'm calling Brooks. I'm calling Brooks. How did we forget that? Rewind to OC. <laughs> I was watching that, and I was watching the OC just, like, in passing. Like, I yeah, was yeah. like, I need to watch this, whatever. Right. And I was watching it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh. This whole time. But, like, you saw slowly she was mentioning Brooks a little too much. Right, right. And defending Brooks a little too right, much. Right, Like, saying, I think, like, telling Tamara, I still believe in him, and you guys bullied him. And, right. And, and then, like, it didn't, for her to call him and leave him a voicemail, oh. I was just like, girl, you and Brooks still date. They're, they're still pegging. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely pegging. Oh, my, I don't, I don't know if Vicky has, like, non-pegging sex. No, she doesn't. <laughs> Poor Don. Poor Don. No, I, I think maybe that's why they divorced, because Don wasn't down with Don, the peg. Don was not down with the peg. Don was like, you're not pegging me. You go oh peg that God. other guy. There's a fake Twitter account for Don, no, which amazing. says amazing things. That's amazing. I'll have to look at it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that was shocking, and I think yeah. that's going to come out. And she moved her daughter out here on this premise that she did not talk to that man anymore, and she's lying the whole time. Whew. Brianna's gonna lose it between her health issues and if she finds out yeah. they're communicating. Yeah. Cool. Not a good look, Vicky. Not a good look. So so OC could be taking some good turns as well. True. Along with your Good seat. point. Good yeah. point. Mm. Um oh god, so we still have another show. Oh I know. Our we last apologize. show. This is our last one. And then we probably won't talk about the movie that much. No, we won't. Or it'll be like metaphysical. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Married at First Sight is back on everybody. Uh, FYI Network, bringing it. And I think also, like, not the exact time it's on, but A&E. Oh, they show I don't reruns. get F&I. Yeah, yeah, so I watch it on A&E They reruns. do show reruns. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay. So, I this is my first time watching Married at First Sight from the beginning, yes. from the beginning with the selection show. So, selection show is boring. They just interview a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But they select these people, and they kind of introduce you to them, and... I mean, a lot of them, I feel like right now, are not memorable. Yeah. Um. So there's three couples. So three girls, three guys. Yeah. We have the Ecuadorian. Nope. I'm going to mess it up. Nicaraguan? Nicaraguan. Do we say that right? Nah, we didn't. A Nicaraguan? The girl from Nicaraguan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Her, her actual name is Lillian? It is. And she is a realtor. She's 24 years old. Okay. So we're going to call her a boss-ass bitch. So, yeah, boss-ass bitch. The big thing with her is there is this family superstition. Not a family. A traditional superstition from Nicaragua. Yes. Because <laughs> we can't say Nicaraguan. No. <laughs> no alcohol has been consumed, mind you. We are just literally illiterate. <laughs> so that pearls on your wedding are bad luck. 
any pearls on the dress. In the ceremony. If a bird shits out a pearl, it is bad news bears. If you eat oysters and the pearls in your oysters, you're fucked. You're going to choke. Yeah. So um, that's what we remember about her is like, this is like the superstition one. Yeah. Then the other woman is something else with the hair and the bad makeup. She's a social worker. She's 33. Yes. Her name is Sonia? Sonia. It is Sonia. Okay. Her name's Sonia. She is naturally pretty, but she does not wear her makeup well, and she makes her hair too big because she has a naturally small head for her body. Oftentimes, I told Agnes she looks like a monster. Oftentimes. (laughs) The whole time we watched the show, I was like, monster. She looks like a monster. Um, Also, we want to go back to the Nicaraguan girl. She has daddy issues. Yeah. And in the sense that her daddy was in her life a year ago and then just stopped returning her text message. He literally ghosted her. He's a fuckboy. Her dad's a fuckboy, which is crazy. <laughs> I just realized that. Her dad ghosted on her, which that's the ultimate ghost. And <laughs> when you're a family member? <laughs> when you're someone's dad. Like, like that's, so sad. that's a fuckboy boy. That's like the original ghost. Yeah. <laughs> so she's already having a lot of issues out the gate. Yeah. And then the third girl is very boring and blonde. Uh, she's a flight attendant. She's 32. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, no, she doesn't really have much She chose the wrong dress. She chose the wrong dress. She's shown a lot of cleave and not in a good way. And not in a good way. Um, And she's just, you know, stressed, nervous, got some cold feet. Yes. Uh, yeah, nothing else too exciting So, moving her. on to the guys. Yeah. One guy is... I feel like the, some of the guys are kind of boring because I don't remember the other two. Um. So, there is... Ex-military guy with tattoos. Yes. That doesn't have a dad. He really just grew up with his mom. Yes. He's going to marry the blonde. He's married. Yeah. He's marrying the blonde flight attendant. And mm-hmm. his thing is kind of like, I didn't really have like a regular family. So mm-hmm. I want to create mm-hmm. a family with the person I'm with. And he, what is his profession? Ooh. I can't remember. I don't either. Okay. We're going to move on from that. Uh, yeah. Then we have another guy I can't remember. There's the guy, the guy that's marrying... The girl from Nicaragua. Okay. She, he is like another boy and white guy. He, his job, because it's placed in Miami. Yes. So, of course, in Miami profession, he is a like yacht interior. Designer. Designer or repairer yes. or something yes. with the inside of yachts. Mm-hmm. He's 28, so they're closer in age. No, that's not, oh, the Nicaraguan Yeah, because the Nicaraguan girl's 24. She's the youngest. Oh. Um, and he. Uh, Lives gets in a bus? He does. <laughs> okay, because that's the guy I remember. I don't remember all this about him. I want you to get to the part where he lives in a bus. Guys, he lives in a bus. Okay, because that's the part that pisses me off. He lives in a bus. Part of his entrepreneurial job is that his dream, his dream has been to fix up buses. And I'm talking about tour buses that you see like Drake, Justin Timberlake, <laughs> Janet Jackson, tour buses. His dream is to fix them up and live in them. Like a tiny house thing, but it's a bus. It's ridiculous. Like, that's not a real thing. And he comments that, like, yeah, all the girls like it, and they stay around for about a year, but then after a year, they want, you know, the white picket fence, the house, and there's no compromise on that. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? You live in a bus. This is not for families. And he said he likes to live in a bus because it's always been his dream to just live in the bus and drive wherever he wants to go. He's a hobo. So there's bus guy. I don't remember the last guy that's marrying the other girl. The girl with the monster makeup. 
Yeah, I'm not remembering much about her. He she oh, has he, a crazy he, mother-in-law. Yeah, he has a mom. He has a mom that seems pretty attached. Yeah, has some concerns about the wedding. Yeah, so that's probably the only issue they're gonna have that we can foresee. Exactly. You know, but it's like on the day of the Nicaraguan girl's wedding, mm-hmm. the husband gives her a pearl necklace. Yeah, well, and her mom freaks out. She looks at the camera like, do you see this shit? This is the devil's work. This is the devil's work. <laughs> She's like, you can't wear this. It's bad luck. It's very sweet of him. But no, you cannot wear it. And he'll understand. Which I'm like, no, he won't understand. He's white. Like, <sighs> and I don't understand. Like, that's not a thing. My only thought is because she did have like the whole like earrings, necklace, bracelet thing going yes. on. Was if she tried to play it off of like, oh, I already had the set. I'm sorry. Like. Yes. Which is still a bitch move to it be is. like, I'm not going to wear the one gift right. you've ever gotten me right. on our wedding day. Right. But that was a way she could play it as like, hey, either I'm crazy superstitious, right. my mom is crazy superstitious, and still controls my life. Right. Uh, to why I'm not doing this. But now that I realize she's marrying the bus guy, she's fine. He <laughs> lives in a bus. He lives in a bus. He will not move out of that bus. Yeah. He's going to be pissed she didn't wear the necklace. <laughs> there is no compromise. No compromise. <laughs> So yeah, so then they're what wedding. Are, oh my god, are there pearls on the bus? Are oh there pearls god, in the design? There's probably pearls on the bus. <laughs> there's probably pearls. Is there's it probably, a pearl colored bus? It's probably, it's probably like, but is the pearls only for weddings? The pearls only for weddings, not in life. Uh, I feel like she's. It's gonna be like reminiscent of, of her. like their bad wedding. Like so this bad on What happens is on the wedding while she's walking down the aisle, it starts to pour rain, mm-hmm. and everyone she's like. In tears, like, my wedding's ruined. I don't know if I should do it. It's a bad sign. And I'm just like, oh, no, this is not good. Also, should have worn the pearls. <laughs> also, because that, maybe per- pearls are good luck in America. Uh, that's that's what controls weather. Yeah, pearls. <laughs> and Americans. And oysters. Exactly. <laughs> or clams? I don't know what. Where you I think the they f- come in. Oh, I don't know. I, a crustacean of some kind. <laughs> a sea animal. A sea creature. <laughs> um... Also, I would like to highlight all two of the girls' bridesmaid dresses were hideous, and one of them was semi-hideous. The blue ones were okay. Yeah. Every other one looked disgusting. Bad colors, bad design, like, bad, bad, bad. I don't know if it was a Miami thing of, like, the slit all the way down the belly button. Slit down the belly That is or, not I don't know wedding. if maybe there was some mesh to it. Like, it was covered so it wasn't, like, fully visible. Like, sure. something like that. Like, hopefully. Hopefully. But still, no, no. It was so tacky. Which, maybe they only have two weeks to plan this, so they just keep uh, ugly bridesmaid dresses in stock. Just, like, because it's the cheapest, I bet. Yeah, and I, I would imagine... The contestants of this contest don't really have a lot of control. It's just more than no, they have to, like, yeah, they have to take we're going to throw three weddings together really quick. Yeah. Here's some flowers. Also, one of the girls, two of the girls' weddings were outside. <laughs> one of the blonde, boring one, her wedding was inside, and it was the ugliest wedding I've probably ever seen. Hold I'm going to let you know, down the aisle, <laughs> down the motherfucking aisle, lining the, the walkway, we're coconuts. We're pretty sure we're like coconuts cut in half and possibly shredded coconut. <laughs> I don't think they're in shredded. the actual walkway. I don't think if not shredded. actual shredded coconut from inside the coconut, it's like the wrapping of the coconut, like the stringy part, was in their area too. Oh, it was disgusting. Which I get you if you want to have an inside wedding, 
But why are you going to make the theme beachy? Yeah. We, if the beach yeah. is 10 feet outside. You're at Miami Beach. <laughs> it's the mo- one of the most beautiful beaches in the U.S. Or if you want beachy, but you know it's like a bad weather day. Right. I'm sure there's like a good glass window somewhere in that so, hotel. In that hotel. And also, if you wanted beachy, coconuts are not it. They're just <laughs> not. I don't know who told you to line your walkway with coconuts, but shoot them. Like, don't they deserve to be murdered. No, that was not okay. Oh, that, her whole, the chairs were disgusting and gross. Those coconuts were bad. The lighting was shitty in that room. It was all really, really bad. Oh my God. And she was stressing out before she saw the coconuts. So we can only imagine what's going to happen when she's walking down there. I think she's just nervous, and I think with some people, your nervousness comes out as, like, you're going to be really nitpicky about, like, mm. she was freaking out about her veil. Her veil, that's And maybe right. with her veil, she was second-guessing her, guessing her dress or right, her makeup. Right, because it didn't actually like, fit. Yeah, like, oh. Like, but I guess, like, the preview, he did say, like, when I saw my wife, she was beautiful. Right, so, and yeah, in the preview, we know he... And that's that's what two of the girls have expressed. The the Nicaraguan girl, she doesn't really care so much, but the two other girls have said, like, I want to walk in, and mm-hmm. I want him to think, man, she's hot. Right. So at least one of them gets it. Yeah, so. I don't I, think the wet one gets it. The wet one? <laughs> Nicaraguan one. No, no, I don't think. No, she didn't want that. She didn't care about that. Oh. She went with the simple dress. The social worker girl oh, she with the cared. little head. Oh, I don't she, know if she gets that reaction. Well, I remember I saw a preview and she was standing at the altar and she's like, I don't think my husband's attracted to me. Oh, I don't remember that part. I promise you I heard her say that. Damn. Yeah. And I was like, well, girl, because you look like a monster. <laughs> no, I would say the cutest guy is bus guy. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> It's so tragic. That That's he, why they stick around for a year. Yes. Like, he's so cute, and he seems like a nice gentleman. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you live in a bus. That's disgusting. You're basically homeless. You have no running water. Like, and I just don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how the matchmakers chose him. It makes me think the show is fake. I feel like part of them jumping on him was maybe, like, the match was good enough, but also there it is a trendy thing of like this fucking tiny house living. Oh, so I think they're like, living. you know what? Let's jump on this. Maybe they happen to catch the very end of a range <laughs> with them being stuck in the trailer and being miserable. And they're like, man, and these are two people that chose each they other. They chose each other. Let's put a bitch in this tiny trailer. Oh my god, I forgot that tiny house living was like a thing. It's a. I mean, I think it's starting to fizz out a little bit. No, because now I'm kind of. I like Tiny House, like, to watch it. Yeah. And I only watch, like, the first 15 minutes or the last okay, 15 okay. minutes. But now there's Tiny House on the water. Oh, God. Where they're not quite boat houses, <laughs> but they're houses on that the float? water. That are tiny. Yeah. Like, they're tiny float houses. Just, just, <laughs> just built on your life preserver. <laughs> um, God. Yeah, yeah, so I think it'll be a good season. <laughs> I also think it'll be a good season. Yeah. I think it's one of our favorite shows. It is. Like, last season, they really brought it, and we, like, really liked it, so. Oh, and then I was telling Nikki, because she didn't watch, they had, like, a little matchmaking special before the first episode, so kind of like a preview episode. Yes. Um, And I felt like the matchmakers were really trying to say, like, we work really hard, guys. <laughs> and as they have, like, these people coming in and interview interviews, they're like, some people find the love of their lives. Like, some people are so happy they did the show. I did the math, given the prior seasons. 
Uh, 30%. <laughs> Technically 33 and a third percent of these couples have been successful. So a third of them. Yes. Of the six couples they've done, two are still together. <laughs> so. I guess if you think about it, it's not so bad. Really, those odds aren't that bad. They're not that bad. But it's also nothing to brag about. No, like, no. You're just... We've seen the seasons. Just keep it moving, girl. Like, There's a reason it. they mixed up the experts. <laughs> <laughs> like, and they moved it to Miami. And also, I like that they brought in a, brought in a black preacher. Oh. It, very, it gets very, I like that, very, like, Southern. He's like, all right now. Like, I like that. Well, was, like, one thing they did talk about that is when they were talking about, like, the different questions and things they do, like, part of the thing with him is he's, like, one of the big things we, like, ask and talk to people about is, like, are you a religious person? Mm-hmm. Or do you consider yourself a religious person? Or, or do you consider... spiritual. Cons- yeah. And I thought that was a really good point. Yeah. Also, another question they brought up that I, like, didn't know how I would answer. The religious and spiritual, one of the girls answered exactly how I would answer. Okay. So, more straightforward. Like, like I grew up very religious, but I think I'm, like, more spiritual because I just haven't found a church that Right. Yeah, me. yeah. No. But then when they asked the question about, like, do you like a traditional marriage? Or, like, do you imagine yourself being in a okay. traditional marriage? A more modern marriage I was like that is such a hard question to answer it is and everyone kind of struggled like I felt like everyone was kind of like maybe not the men but I would put paying attention to the women yeah because you think all these women have careers right. you know like they're bosses right and so it's like you want to have your career but you also want to like have a man like kind of be a leader of the household right and do like the manly fixer upper things mm-hmm. but also you want to have an opinion and a say in things right because you also you're a boss ass bitch mm-hmm. but then you also like i also like a man that can cook because you know homie i'm not i'm not killing it in the kitchen right i'm doing decent i'm doing something decent but i'm yeah. not killing it in the kitchen yeah so it's one of those things that i'm like how do you convey that and it's not almost asking too much because then you're asking for the perfect man no, and I mean, and I think it's an important question to ask in terms of, like, what you expect in a marriage because, you know, you couldn't necessarily have a Bethany marrying right. a Joe Gorga. No. Oh, my God, no. They I mean, that's other. the extreme example. They kill each other. But right. I think that's part of why they say it of, like, kind yeah. of, like, how do you see this working out? Because that's yeah. the other thing. Like, you... I mean, mind you, they could have a match like that of a woman's like, I expect the man to work and I take care of the house and I cook and, Mm. you know, once we're ready, we're going to start popping out some babies. Right. And that could be him too. He's like, I don't do laundry. I don't Mm -hmm. clean. Like, I don't do this, Mm -hmm. but I expect her to look nice and I expect it to be on the table. Right. Which, you know, sounds kind of... Like chauvinistic. Chauvinistic and misogynistic. But, but if that's what wh- works for them. Exactly. Then, okay, here's yeah. your match. Exactly. So. Super. I thought that was super interesting. And it made me a little bit more reflective. Like, hmm, yeah. I wonder, like, what kind of marriage I would want. I don't know. Which I, and I also feel like that's another conversation that people don't fucking have. True. Kind of like, hey, we moved in together and I came home and dinner wasn't ready. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's so true. You think I own an apron? Like, right, like, uh, nah. You think I'm not Carrie Bradshaw and I keep my shoes in the oven? Like, Yeah, like, bitch, I also came home and the dinner wasn't ready. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. If it's a pagan night, you cook for me. <laughs> Girl, you're obsessed with pagan. I am. Pagan. I'm sorry, guys. We can't have a clean show. We never Dirty will. birds. Even when we were talking about cartoons, it got dirty. Well, we opened with lesbians. So. <laughs> 
Okay, so I think, are we ready for the movie? We're ready for the movie. Okay. Um, I'd like to start that I actually have this book. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. <laughs> well, you have no idea, like you didn't read it? or I have not read it. Okay, okay. I think I read a little bit of it and it started to sound familiar and then the names were kind of like, hmm. Okay. And then when I saw the credits, I looked at my bookshelf and I was like, oh, Michael Lewis, I have that book. <laughs> and I don't own it. It was a borrowed book. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, I just, I have the book. I'm going to read it. I'm really intrigued by it. I'm curious too. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so we watched the the Big Short. The Big Short. Which I think I want to make this as dumbed down as possible because I don't want to say anything wrong because of the industry. Um, and see, I expect you to have more knowledge than me. <laughs> just know. on a slight level. I know, but like, I mean, full disclosure, I do have my MBA in finance, but that's <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna put it all out. I there. mean, let's just let's just put it out. That doesn't really mean anything. Anyone who went to grad school knows that that's fake. But like, it's just like bonds. Like the bond market and the equity market are very very different. Okay. And obviously the bond market is like simple, but obviously can get very complicated. Mm-hmm. And so I like us to keep it at a low level because I can get myself into a lot of trouble. Ooh. Mostly talking about shit I don't know. So. Okay, and I feel like the some shit I know. I have examples of like real experiences Ooh. from both homeowners and oh, myself. I think about that. You're totally a homeowner twice. I'm a homeowner twice. I've known other homeowners. <gasps> you and know other homeowners? I, I, shocking, guys. <laughs> they don't all live in buses. <laughs> um, and then also, uh, I do know someone who worked for one of these banks Ooh. that was mentioned that did not come out successfully. Oh. Uh, and something that she had said, I believe, prior to the bust. Mm. So it'll, it'll Let's come get out. into it. Okay. okay. So premise of the movie is basically there. So in the housing market and the bubble, obviously, there were these people who predicted the burst mm-hmm. before it was going to happen by. Are you OK? Is, so we're, we're doing this at sunset, guys. Yes. It's a little dark. Do you need some lighting? I wouldn't mind some light. Do you, can we pause it? We're keeping it real. OK. OK. I hope I don't stop it because you're being dramatic. I mean, no, no, I'm not being dramatic. Or you could just tell me where the light is. Oh, I can't pause it. Now this is all on the podcast. Okay, we're back. Woo! Sorry, Sorry, guys. I just had to see my notes. We're okay. (laughs) She couldn't see my face either. Um, You were dark. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, basically, housing market bubble... A guy predicted it was going to happen before it burst, mm-hmm. but like predicted burst before it happened, and decided to capitalize on that by betting against the housing market loans that they packaged together. Which the way it's presented is a new thing on the time. Like he's coming out yeah. and making this deal, yeah. and they're like, "You're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Sure, we'll take fifty million or a right. hundred billion or whatever it is from right. you." Basically predicting that these bonds that are basically made up of mortgage loans mm-hmm. will fail. Yes. Because the mortgage loans underneath them are shit. Which everyone was like, that's a joke. And like you said, it was a new product. It mm-hmm. wasn't made before. And so banks, investment banks, obviously because they want to make money, jumped on it. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, I guess the way they presented it, like cocky that it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, in the beginning of the movie, at least. Yes. And so... Um, basically it goes through and a couple other people come to like, come to this idea too, by like hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Did a great find. So there's a few groups that are like, basically like 
capitalizing it and taking these short positions as well. Yes. And then as the market starts, as home loans start to default and the market starts to like tumble, these bonds that they've shorted are still doing really well and rated really well. Yeah. Which is a huge thing with the ratings agency. That ratings agency scene was bomb. Like, it was so good because there's been a lot of speculation about like these ratings agencies like are public companies. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Like why didn't they? Their job is to tell investors like be to be unbiased and tell investors if this is a good like option for them or not. Right. So the fact that the loans are failing and you're still not downgrading the bonds. Right is a big deal and that they didn't have a response like they still said oh you know like these bonds are fine even though you know that the payments for like how you like have a bond payment from those loans is like as you're making loan payments you're getting the payments for the bond people okay. who invest yeah, in yeah. it so you're if people are defaulting then you can't get those payments and the, like that makes no sense right the money isn't there for it to be successful exactly okay so it just like didn't make any sense and I could see like the frustration on like Steve Carell's face because I was like, yo, like that's true. Like, yeah. why did they ever downgrade these bonds? Right. And so then that was like a lot of frustration as these people that were invested in these short positions were nervous that they weren't going to pay off because basically they felt like, and I'm like, obviously it appeared to be the market was fixed. Mm-hmm. And so then finally when it came to win that these bonds are like, not they were going to basically yeah. fail and the short positions had to be paid. Yeah. Then the banks tried to make like these deals with everyone to like get them off their books and like basically buy them. Yeah. So then and buy them out and make a lot of money. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like the premise of the whole movie. I don't know if you want to jump in. Um, I mean, yeah, no, I think it is. I do want to talk about the understanding of it, like the, yes. the actual, like how this works because okay, I'm just a non-MBA person, like, <laughs> English major, guys, English. Sure, sure. Shocking as it is. <laughs> um, so I appreciate that understanding of it because I was trying to, like, keep track of it, of, like, how, yeah. like, you know, the very layman's version of it. Yeah. But, I mean, story-wise, we have these different groups coming to it. Mm-hmm. We have Christian Bale, who seems socially awkward, possibly on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, has some issues going on, but he does the math and he's like, oh, I run a fund. This is a way to make a lot of money. Right. Like, this is going to happen. Right, exactly. Um, from there, he starts up with it and then I think it from there it jumps to Ryan Gosling who mm-hmm. works for a bank. Mm-hmm. He hears about it and people are like laughing about it. Of, yeah. Like, so-and-so just did this deal from yeah. this idiot and Ryan Gosling is like, wait a minute, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah. He... His assistant calls the wrong person, yes. which is Steve's corral people. Right. And when they hear it, they're like, wait, why would there be a bubble? Like, is there really a bubble? Mm-hmm. And then from there, they meet up with Gosling and they start digging deeper. Yes. Um, corral seems like the main character. He's really the one we get the most development on. Yeah, that's true. Um, which, mind you, it's a true story. So there's only going to be so much character development right. as compared to a regular film. Right. Uh, I guess part of his big thing is his... Brother committed suicide. Mm-hmm. We don't really learn too much about it. While but he was on the phone. While he was on the phone with Carell. Which is pretty devastating. Which is pretty rough. And mm-hmm. it seems he jumped off a building, which at one point Carell makes that comment later on during the butthole of like, mm-hmm. is it happening? Are people jumping off buildings now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I believe is also something that came about 
obviously not just for 9-11, but I think with the crash of 29, there mm. were, I'm not sure how much it's sensationalized mm-hmm. or, you know, if it is kind of like, well, everyone says this has happened, but it really didn't. But, mm-hmm. you know, we do hear there was a lot of suicides with the 29 crash. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of just... I think there was a lot of no 08, too. Yeah. So, so makes just, sense. you know, shit hits a fan and people are like, I'm out. Peace. See you later. So he's struggling with that, and so he's still running a fund, but also kind of on this crusade of, you know, I'm going to try to write some wrongs. Yeah, exactly. Go against the big banks, make money, you know, for the clients. And then also kind of in the mix. Oh, yeah, the young kids. The young kids, they find out a movie way, and Mm -hmm. then the other thing about the movie is it does what we call breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Of the narrator speaking directly to the audience of, yep. we know this is a movie, we know you're watching a movie. Right. So he even makes a comment of, like, this isn't really how it happened. Mm-hmm. It happened this Through the way. Grapevine. Like, a friend mm-hmm. had told them about it. They read an article because mm-hmm. someone had written it up, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But we have these two young kids coming out of Colorado mm-hmm. who, mind you, young kids with, like, 30 million yeah. from, like, funding is yeah. not something to snuff about. Apparently right. it is at Wall, on Wall Street. Yeah, no, You don't no, have, no. like, a fucking billion dollars. Like, you're not going to get an ISTA. ISTA, yeah. Yeah. Which, capital requirements make sense. I didn't even think about it for ISTAs because I've only worked at really big funds. Yeah. So imagine, like, for example, the public pension fund in California, mm-hmm. which you think it's just California, manages $300 billion. So... Fucking money. You think, and that's a public pension fund. Like, that's not getting clients and having them invest in your fund and believe right. in your philosophy. Right. That's just like, we have so many state workers that work here that we need to manage their money for retirement that we have $300 billion. Oh, my God. So, yes. Like, when they yeah. said that, I was like, oh, it makes sense. Their capital requirements for is does like, because pension funds, like, with mm-hmm. $300 billion are not going to trade with you because their trades are going to be too big. Right, yeah. Like, we're trading a lot of money. Yeah. So it made sense. Yeah, so, and they they find out about it, and then they happen to know Brad Pitt's character, who seems like kind of an ex-fund guy yeah. who now kind of wants to live the hermit life. Yeah. But he does agree to help them out mm-hmm. with what they need to do to get this show on the road. Right, because I think that just, because he's a trader, so I think the yeah. trades just were so exotic and new mm-hmm. that they just, like, kind of, like, I think intrigued him a bit. Yeah. And he knew these guys were not like necessarily like super greedy like he right. knew because i think he makes a comment at the end like you wanted to be rich and now you're rich so right yeah good luck with that yeah so it yeah i think he just is. was like kind of intrigued by that yeah so um so it's a process of all of them going to the banks the bank saying you're kind of an idiot but sure give us a right. million dollars skim through the contract that they write up and right i'll sign on the line right um i did think it was interesting when uh because i think when um when Corral's character meets with Gosling's character, he's still kind of on the fence. Yes. Of like, why would this burst? Why are people not talking about this mm-hmm. if it really is as bad as you're talking about it? Mm-hmm. And I don't know how Gosling did all of his research, but he essentially says like, okay, well, go to Miami. Right. And check out this development area. Like, right. talk to some people. Like, you're going to see more of what it's like. He had the Asian guy who said he said didn't speak English crunch the numbers. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Which I did like that little yes. bit. It's awesome. <laughs> It's like he just thinks it sells it more, and I'm like, sure. I know. <laughs> Look I at him. <laughs> he doesn't speak English. Um, so yeah, so then they go, mm-hmm. and I thought it was not. I think it added an interesting piece to the story that like they actually go to right. like Florida, yeah, and they talk to like real estate agents. They talk to like the loan brokers who are like writing these loans for people, mm-hmm. which I think 
I don't know. I think I knew about it more because I just had friends of friends who were in that industry and it's talked about a lot when you work in finance. Right, yeah, yeah. And so everyone knows someone. And it's like you realize people, like, I think in a way were like, oh, real estate agents were just tricking these people to buy these houses. But it's like, yeah, sure, but the loan broker saw their application and wrote those loans, like, gave them those loans, like, put their loan applications through the bank. And, like, they definitely facilitated a lot of bullshit for people. Yeah. More than I think a real estate agent. Like, yeah, a real estate agent probably. They're trying to sell a house. Yeah. And sees, like, what your credit score is and sees what your income is. Mm -hmm. But your broker knows the shit. Like, everything. Like, the loan. They're writing the loan, you know? Yeah. No. So. The person I know who worked at one of these banks Mm -hmm. that busted, Mm -hmm. I remember her saying, I'm pretty sure prior to 08, Mm -hmm. was, because I think we were just talking about the bubble or just all the stuff going on. Not even the bubble in that sense, but just like the housing market in general. Right, right. And she made the comment of, you see someone on paper, like Mm -hmm. maybe this job, Mm -hmm. you know, this level of income, Mm -hmm. this credit, and you don't understand how they're getting approved. Mm. And that's someone who works for the actual company. That's insane. Which, I mean, I think at that point she already kind of had some insights, red flags, Mm -hmm. but I remember distinctly her making that comment of Mm. like, you know, on the surface, how are these people purchasing like a $300,000 home, but shit's going through. So crazy. And I mean, and the other thing is, I can understand where the Bible came from. It's also not something new. From my understanding, my parents bought their first home Mm -hmm. at an adjustable mortgage rate. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, my dad was big on like the, we're going to buy as much house as we can. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're going to get the max that we can do. Right. And when it changes in X amount of years at that point, I'll be making this much money. So mm-hmm. we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And there was a definitely times like in those first few years where they really struggled, where there wasn't extra money because they're making these house payments mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I mean, it worked out. Right. So it's hard because I do feel like there is. A lot of blame to go around in terms of like how mm-hmm. are these being approved how are these not being regulated mm-hmm. but then as someone who has also purchased a home twice mind you at a, a fixed rate right you know so but of like the ten thousand paper pieces i signed like it was definitely understood of like this is what you're paying now and i think there was times because my first loan was on an fha mm-hmm. which is a lowered down payment mm-hmm. and mortgage insurance and all that bs that's mm-hmm. not interesting right but you know and as you're going over the paper, those are the appropriate times to ask the questions of right. kind of like, okay, well, when can, you know, when will this change or right. how will this change? Or if I refinance, will I get this part taken off my payment? Like right. those are the things to understand. So, but do you think because you were able to ask those questions because the stuff in 07 and 08 was so prevalent and so in your face and so bad? That is true. Like, like I, if that hadn't happened, how much would you have looked in detail about like, and yeah, people are more people are some people are more like I want to know exactly what I'm going to pay all right. the time. Yeah, and then some people are like, okay, like I trust you that I told you this is my budget and what I can afford, and this paperwork all means that this is in my. Room. And oh my god, I can and get like, a house this nice. Like yeah, exactly. How, yeah, no, and I I do obviously like that is a big part of it too. Mm-hmm. I we purchased our first home in 2010, mm-hmm. so just trying to come back into mm-hmm. the real estate market from all this. So mm-hmm. maybe that had everybody on their toes too with the yeah. new regulations of kind yeah. of. You know, I remember just with our realtor, because we knew we were doing an FHA, FHA loan off the bat, 
of like we'd start to look at a house and he'd be like we can't look at this house because they took all the doorknobs right and you need to add doorknobs right and us being like can't we just go to home depot and put some doorknobs on us if we really like it <laughs> he's like no <laughs> um yeah so that yeah no i mean that that just seems so that was something i want to talk about and then i did forget about kind of what I wrote in my notes as the double fuck of these landlords that are paying on these homes <gasps> oh, to these renters. I knew that that's so many people that happened to in real life, and that was really sad when they brought that up. Yeah, and I remember hearing it's the stories disgusting. at the time, but I had totally forgot about that, of like Me this too. idea of I've been paying my rent for six months, and now I'm the house is foreclosed on. Yes, like, and what? I'm homeless. Yeah. Oh, God, I know so many people that happened to. That was real sad. And real. Like, it really happened to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I... Double fuck is a really good way to express <laughs> that. Um, another thing I'd heard, and it was just interesting because I... I don't live in the world of finance. I only deal with what I consider real people money. Okay, all right. Of, I have this amount in the bank, and if I had to take it out, I could. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it means to be, like, millions of dollars in trades and stuff. Okay. Like, a fund. I'm scared of where you're going this, with this. Okay, let's go. I... I have heard from someone of wealth of no one is going to watch your money like you because okay. there's points with the investors in the movie when they see what's going on oh, yeah. because of the way it's set up at a certain, because of the deal of their paying money mm-hmm. at a certain point to mm-hmm. have this agreement mm-hmm. before they the actually bus- get the return from yeah. the investment. Yeah. Yeah. So there's points where people are trying to pull out or threatening yeah. to sue the, the fund that they've agreed yeah. to. This is which, Christian Bale's fund. Yeah. Which, that was an interesting one. I actually want to read more about it because, like, they're... So, obviously, like, you're... As an investor, when you're in when you're invested into a fund, you care about the return on your capital. So, you, every, like... I mean, you produce so many reports every three, six years since inception of this fund. This is how much money we made for you or lost. Like, that, that hasn't returned, right? Yeah. Based on our investments. So when their return was super negative, that's not good for investors. Like it right. starts to give them panic. Even yeah. if necessarily they're not giving you more money to invest, the fact that you're continually losing money means they're not going to get any out of you. Right. So they've just lost their investment. Yeah. And so that's like the main concern where a lot of investors, like if you do have a long period of time where there's no return or a lot of negative returns, they start to rethink like, do we need to take our money somewhere else? Where they'll be able to make more money. What is this guy doing? Obviously, it seemed like his agreement. Like, he threw around, like, his agreement a lot with the people right. that came. And I was just, like, very shocked by this agreement. I was like, okay. what kind of fund is this? And I right. just, like, want to read more about it. Because it's not a traditional fund, like, where I would work. Where there's mm-hmm. a lot of, like, SEC regulations. And, like, you have to be so liquid in okay. your positions. And you have to be able to, like... If there are redemptions and people want to take money out of their funds, you have to do it within so many days. Like, okay. I think there are, like, emergency provisions for some funds. But even then, when he told them, like, per our agreement, girl, because this market is so risky and I think it's being manipulated, none of you getting your money. I was like, oh, I don't know you could do that. Like, yeah, no, that, I, that seems... was new to me. Like, And obviously, it made yeah. sense that, like, there was a lot of lawsuits and stuff. Right. But, like, when he said that, I was like, I cannot re- wait to read more about this, like... I think yeah. that was about the time I realized I had the book on my bookshelf because <laughs> I was like, I need to know more. Like, yeah. Please go into more depth on that. Like, yeah. how is that possible? Yeah. So, yeah, no, that that's not standard. <laughs> no, and I do think the film did a good representation of that with um, what it was is they continually showed Christian Bale in his office. Mm-hmm. And then outside of his office was 
a big whiteboard with like stuff written on mm-hmm. it, and so he would update the percentage. Of, yeah, I imagine the standing of the fund itself. Yeah, like the return of the fund, like, which you saw as it was going on, and yeah. the ratings companies were still saying like, yeah. no, 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 it's good, it's good, yeah. and you see them going down like by twenty percent. Yeah, and then at the end of the movie, they're up like four hundred percent. Insane. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Which I can only imagine that email of like, yeah, I've enclosed your check for two hundred thirty nine million dollars. Like, have a nice day. Yeah, that's insane. So then I was also thinking my other takeaway, and I think a reason that we are like, not even like we don't have a lot of commentary, because we do, but I think part of it is like this movie was so real, mm-hmm. and I think it didn't fantasize a lot of it like yeah. other movies do, right. um, that it was kind of like, it was just one of those things, and I think because it happened in our adult lifetime too, because yeah. we were graduating from college almost. What and a so, fucking depressing time. Yes. So you think, like, you're like, oh, shit, this brings me back to where I was like, where am I going to work? What am I, what is my career going to be exactly? Like, how long am I living with my parents? How long am I living with my parents? Which hopefully forever, because they feed me so well. I but, got my own room and bathroom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's one of those things that I think it just brought me back to that place. Yeah. And remembering hearing about friends and friends and my mom's friends who, like, lost their homes. And, yeah. Like, and it was really sad because they were naive and not educated. And I was lucky that my parents didn't choose those things because they knew they couldn't afford it. She was like, Dad wanted to buy a $1 million house. And I was like, what? just because they said we can do it doesn't mean like. And she's like, I kind of had to remind him. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're right. That's silly. Like, yeah. our house is perfectly fine. You know, like. And so it's even those things that, like, we were lucky because my parents just made the right decision. Mm-hmm. But they definitely bought a house in that time where it was like hot market and people were just living these hopes and dreams and not being realistic and not reading and not asking the, those questions and my mom did ask those questions she right, was one yeah, of those yeah. people when yeah, they yeah. told her to do an adjustable mortgage rate my mom said that doesn't make sense right and so and my dad i don't want to give all credit because they both did it together yeah. but um so yeah i think my other like takeaway from it was not only was it so real it left me like struck mm-hmm. i also wanted to see the part of it that I was kind of like, I guess this is me being like devil's advocate because I do work in like the industry and I I do see everyday people who are normal who just want to do well for the clients. But I was like very surprised that all of them were kind of like outcasts. Okay. And that like, even though I know they took a bet that was like not, that was crazy, but like outcasts and do-gooders. Okay. Because I feel like they very much put the movie as like, we're the do-gooders of this industry and everybody else are crooks and everybody else are just trying to get money and they don't get, which a lot of those people were. I'm right. not saying these people are, are not without fault, just like you right. said. Yeah. But like to say every single person was a crook and all they were all out to get their money, like just the way they posed mm-hmm. the story, which I get it has to have a storyline. Right. I would just, I think I'm more curious to read the book just to see like, you're, what you're telling me is none of those people who took that position were just, like, trying to make hella money. Right. Because, I mean, I do feel like we got a little bit of that from the Ryan Gosling character. Sure. Of kind of, like, I found a good thing. Yeah. This is a way to make money. I don't really care right. that the American economy is going to collapse. Right. I don't really care about things being unscrutinized. I just want to know when I'm going to get my payday. Yep. Versus we do have these other characters where... They either have that realization mm-hmm. or, you know, morally they start to think about it that way. Right. But obviously the original intention is just to make money. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's the closest we get to just kind of like 
the I'm, traditional yeah. banker let's make fucking like, millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not trying to villainize yeah. anyone or any right. industry, no. actually, because I work in that industry, and I know <laughs> that that's not how people are. Right. But then you also have to recognize that some people are like that because this wouldn't have happened. No, and I do think it's important, and the movie does do a decent representation of there's multiple layers to it. True. Of... Do these people understand what they're purchasing? Mm-hmm. Does this, you know, loan processor understand why it's getting approved or right. that it's not getting regulated? Right. Do the banks realize that this really isn't uh, the dog? Remember, he said the loan was in the name of the dog, right? The yeah. yeah, yeah, or even yeah. um, and then like the way obviously things are grouped of these. Right. These aren't all a prime. Like, right. This really like the isn't... underlying mortgages in this bond are bad mortgages. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's... And then at the same time, I know people that were affected by this that really did not make the best financial decisions. Mm-hmm. So, there's a part of me that was removed or more cynical about that. Mm-hmm. of kind of like, yeah, this happened to a lot of people. But the people I know it happened to, like, weren't the smartest in the bag. Mm. As opposed to saying it of the big picture mm-hmm. of all these things came together... And a lot of people just got fucked. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I I did think it was it was interesting. I mean, definitely more of I a more topical true story, yeah. given that it happened during our period as opposed yeah. to like the Revenant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so true. Of something we actually felt. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I remember even then, like you know, early twenties, like still not even understanding of kind of like okay, so like. The market's doing crazy stuff, mm-hmm. and, like, these banks are closing, and there's mm-hmm. a bailout, and... My tax money, but, like, yeah. you just doesn't make enough to be taxed a lot either. Right, yeah. So I'm like, girl, I'm still paying these taxes. Like, right, yeah. So that was that. And then I think, too, because I was working for, like, a pretty much, like, recession-proof job, mm-hmm. I already had a job. I just happened to work right. while in college. Yeah. So for me, it was not, like, oh, I can't find a job. Like, a lot of my friends can find jobs. Right, yeah. Like, a lot of them. Yeah. And so it was like the stress of not finding a job and being in your industry where I was like, yeah, I'll just ride this out. Like, and I'm going to go to grad school anyway. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I wanted to be more in marketing, but no one was hiring in marketing. Right. You know, like jobs are getting cut. People yeah, are losing yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things that I, I do think, too, that you were right. Like the impact on us was smaller than mm-hmm. like older people. Yeah. Because we just... Our moms and daddies were helping us. <laughs> no, and I mean, I remember that person that worked for the company, like, with them being out of work and, like, mm-hmm. looking for something else and, like, not even, you know, thinking of it in terms of the big picture of, like, right. they probably have a mortgage that, you know, right. was set up this way and right. the refinancing wasn't the best decision right. with how it was handled and they can't necessarily get a job because everyone in that industry is looking for work mm-hmm. because all these people are laid off. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. It's crazy. Um, film, and, <laughs> I mean, and because we don't get a lot of character development, and it's not till the end of these, the, the film where a lot of the characters do have some kind of redeeming quality of, like, yes, we're going to make a lot of money, but, mm-hmm. a little, you know, it, on the blood of what, mm-hmm. that I did write at one point that these characters are just playing different versions of assholes. <laughs> uh, you know, Steve yeah. Carell, who just seems like the angry asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale, who seems like the I'm so smart and you're stupid for not getting it, asshole. Right, right. Brad Pitt has a little bit of like the hippie, crunchy, granola asshole right. going on. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and then even like the young guys, like it was kind of like the we're so young and we're so slick and we're so smart. Right. Well, and initially kind of coming off entitled of kind of like, hey, yeah, let's be on Wall Street. And then like totally getting schooled of like, oh, you didn't even make it out of the lobby. (laughs) You don't belong here. Oh, that was sad. Which I did think it was interesting too, how kind of for all their work to try to get into one of those companies Mm -hmm. and then walk in as it's literally falling apart Mm -hmm. at the seams. That was a good one. I hope that happened in real life because that was amazing. Yeah. And they're literally, they literally like that company went to zero like on told, in, in like a day yeah those they told those people go home yeah. they told them to pack their shit and leave yeah and then to walk in at like one of the giant investment banks mm-hmm. like the one yeah and like go in and like everyone's just like it's just quiet and like nothing it's just a mate it's a ghost town yeah yeah and it's like wow like this is crazy right it's like seeing the insides you know like yeah. oh my god that's crazy there was a true life episode. I think like I'm broke or I'm like working seven jobs or mm-hmm. something. I don't remember the tagline, but one of the girls had worked at Lehman Brothers. No. And she had, and mine not even like that big job. I think she was like, you know, an administrative assistant. But right. she's like, I was making this much money. Mm-hmm. I was taking these vacations. Like it's showing these photos. And then she's like, I work at three different restaurants. Like no. I don't have days off. Oh like, my God. you know, so I'm, I'm almost curious to like go back and watch her little intro bit of like, yeah. the what was life. this? The yeah. Life. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Anyways. Uh, movie overall did well. It won best adapted screenplay. Loved it. I love the movie. Um, noms for nominated, mm-hmm. uh, best picture. Okay. Best director. Oh. Do you know who the director was? Martin Scorsese. No. <laughs> <laughs> the only director I know. Uh, I think his actual name is Adam McKay. Why would I know him? No, I I don't expect you to know him. Oh, why would you? <laughs> it ask was a trick that? question. Oh, okay, you're just trying to trick me. <laughs> I'm just I'm just being mean. Okay. Um, so the interesting about thing about this, and I only know this because someone had mentioned it, and then I did a little bit of the the research. Okay. Um, this is like this director's first serious movie. Oh. He also directed. Talladega Nights, <gasps> Anchorman, <gasps> Anchorman 2. I'm saying uh, but I'm not seeing Anchorman or Anchorman 2. I, just, I was That's okay. It. Pretty much a, a bunch of Wolf Arrow movies. How did he direct Step Brothers? He did. Oh! <laughs> and he had also done like some other shorts, one of which they show a clip of in the movie, um, Penny the Landlord. Oh, they with, showed this in the movie? They showed, like, they showed a lot of like pop culture clips. Oh, okay. And it's so a quick second, but it's like a little girl saying like, I want my rent! <laughs> it's from this like funny short from like years ago it's funny uh he directed that wow and that's actually his daughter no. playing that character yeah oh um supposedly he got the studio to agree to this film okay by them saying that he had to do anchorman 2 no yes. so part of like one a contract gig that's what i call him but they're, he's like, I really want to do this. And they're like, we'll let you if you do Anchorman 2 and make us some fucking money. But because, and which is, I think, crazy because the book is super successful. Right. And the movie is a good movie. And I feel like the movie did well. The movie did well. I think it's just trying to make that jump from I do comedies oh, to I can do something they don't, serious. They don't think you're going to be able to sell it. Yeah. Like oh. both, you know, will this, 
will this at face value uh, be well and because I guess at this? the time when he's pitching to the studio to do this movie he doesn't have Brad Pitt Christian Bale and fucking Ryan Gosling I don't think he had them attached <laughs> <laughs> because if, to me I'm like that's you, true Steve yeah. Carell I mean I didn't even name Steve like those are the four heavy hitters yeah, yeah. in Hollywood exactly on yeah, the yeah. man side yeah yeah and I guess Ryan Gosling hadn't acted for like a few years like he took a break and came back for this because he's gotten that girl pregnant a lot he, he's been knocking up bitches yes. and then he also like directed something okay. so he just hadn't acted okay so this was him coming back that's insane um Bale was nominated for best supporting mm. uh it also got nominated for film editing mm-hmm. um a coworker of mine he was really surprised that Carell wasn't nominated for it he yeah. thought he would have been. But isn't this the same year he did that creepy wrestler movie? I feel like it's the year after. Oh, okay. And he was nominated for a creepy wrestler movie, uh-huh. uh, Foxcatcher, uh-huh. which I understand that. And um, I hadn't seen this, so I hadn't been able to talk yeah. to the person. But Interesting. Just, yeah, he was just surprised. Hmm. Uh, I guess Bale had met with the actual person Ooh. that his character was based off of. Ooh. And he... I don't know if he actually got them. He asked him for, like, it's known that this guy just wears, like, shorts and a t-shirt and doesn't wear shoes. Like, I think he asked him for some of his clothing. No. Because, I don't know, Bale's, like, a weird method actor or whatever. so weird. He invited him to the premiere. Okay. He did not show up. Okay. But Bale's intention was he wanted to sit next to him and see whether or not the guy punched him in the face. No. With his portrayal of him. No. That's so... Like According that's, to IMBD. Like a random like, IMBD. So like Christian fact. Bale. That's so Christian Bale. I feel... Yeah, I want to put it past him. Right? Yeah. Hmm. But, I mean, overall, an interesting film. You know, not... I loved it. Yeah. It... It still kind of blows my mind. And I think because I am more removed mm-hmm. from that of even, like... Oh, the m- amount of money? The amount of money and the oh. fact... And in my head, like, I still think even of, like, that money, I guess, electronically, like, it all moving around, like, this money is yeah. intangible. This money doesn't exist. Like, yeah. you don't have this wealth. Like, <laughs> which I know is very naive, right, but but right. still, in my head, I'm just like... Because I guess in my head, like, if I have 20 million, it's either, like, just sitting in a bank, doing its bank thing, or no, right, it's, like, okay, well, houses... That's wrong. Like, I'm bad. I need to put it in the Christian Bale fund. I mean, because you know the FDIC doesn't insure $20 million. That's true. Because okay. I had thought of it. Honestly, I had thought of, like, man, if I ever have over 100000 in the bank, should I have a different account for, like, each level of $100,000? Or is that when I go to the Swiss bank? The Swiss banks insure more than 100000 Because I'm a criminal. I just get it out of the country. I know the Swiss and Caribbean are good places to Yo, put my money. At this point, the, the EU and Brexit, I'm not trying to really take my money out of the country. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Do you know what that is? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, anyways. Yeah, now so Europe's a big mess. It, I, mean, <laughs> I didn't go that far. Now you're, just big, now, you're, now, you're like, now you're just trying to get in on it. Europe's a big mess. Well, they're doing fine. <laughs> Just saying, maybe I'm going to hold off a little bit before I visit. <laughs> Thank God you don't have $20 million. It's a good thing. I'm obviously very irresponsible. I wish you had $20 million. We could get, like, microphones and, like, have a studio for this podcast. Oh, we would Anna Ferris it up so good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we digress. <laughs> yes. Um, um, but good. I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd recommend it. Yes, me too. Um, I, do, I would maybe 
recommend it more for people our age or older people that oh, feel yeah. like could understand it. Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like if you're maybe in high school or, like, in college right now, you're not going to get much. it as much. Too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I barely got it, and I literally have a degree and work in this industry, <laughs> and I was like, oh, so much thinking. Yeah, no, now I'm, like, kind of, like, I think at the part of, like, the CDOs on CDOs, I did kind of gloss oh, over, and I'm just like, my God. how does that shit make sense? I'm how? Kind of like, I was like, kind of like, can we get the Jenga pieces again? Right. Like, the Jenga pieces like really Like, the helped. Selena Gomez <laughs> was not for me. No, no. And not for, I mean, not no against, against, against her, but yeah. I was just like, no, not the CBS ones. Like, that was complicated. I did read on Wikipedia for this movie that the Selena Gomez part was actually written for Beyonce. It was going to be Beyonce and Jay-Z. No. And then um, there were some other parts. Oh, gosh. Um, Mar- Margot Robbie was really supposed to be Scarlett Johansson. Who's and I don't Margot know, Robbie? Um, she was the wife in Wolf of Wall Street. She's the girl in a tub. There's a point where there's a girl in a tub, yeah. like a hot girl in a tub, like explain stuff, and it's this actress Margot Robbie. I don't know what I was doing when I was watching this movie, but there are definitely parts I missed because I don't remember that. Part I feel either. like there are so many flashes of like pop culture things. Yeah. That like now to explain what this means is going to be this person, and like, I might have tuned out because I'm like I understand the basic tenets of that exactly. Versus me, I'm just like really Margot Robbie in a tub talking <laughs> about mortgages. Okay, guys. And you know, like, actors and actresses, so I'm like, who's this bitch? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, no, but overall, overall pretty, pretty Good. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. But also, I just, I, that, this is probably one of the topics that gets me most excited, because it's so interesting to me. Um, so yeah, I think I am a little biased. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about finance obviously yeah but we have an offline joke to tell you about finance that i heard in a meeting today Ooh, i'm excited yeah <laughs> gonna get this show done yeah um so yeah, but yeah no even as a just a novice homeowner i did find it interesting yeah and it did give me some perspective of yeah things that the industry were just background noise yeah. to me when they actually happened yeah so agreed but yeah awesome good. Good. well I think we're under the two hours, so we should probably end this. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you made it to the end, we appreciate you because this was a long one, guys. The sun has gone down. The sun has gone down. We are tired. We are tired. And we'll see you next month. All right. See you later. Bye.